You're now entering a restricted zone. Welcome to Area 52. What's up? Welcome back to the Area 52 podcast. What's happening? This is fairly good turnaround for us. This is really good for us. I don't... Time is... Very speedy. That time yeah. doesn't exist anymore, yeah. though. So now it yes, doesn't time matter. time is a construct. It doesn't matter. But um, I, don't, I don't actually know how long it's been since we did our last one. Not months. No. Not I know that. That's why I said it's good. <laughs> yeah, That's it the is, most important part. Yeah, it is... Uh, if you can't put months behind the the duration in between <laughs> closing episodes, the gap. then we're doing us, okay. We are doing we're doing okay. Yeah. Um, Heads above water. Yeah. Um, guys, hi. How are you? What's going on in your lives? I don't know. Nothing. Nothing crazy has happened for us to like in the world since uh, since we were here last. No more explosions and firework Knocking factories. Was I see? I don't remember if we recorded since trees blew over here. Did we talk about that oh, shit? Oh, you know what? A hurricane in Utah? Did we talk about that? that we had a hurricane in Utah, guys. I think I we talked about... Remember. I think we talked about... <laughs> no, we didn't. Because yeah. that was the night I left. And, and I was said, that the last time we ever recorded? Because there was a wind warning or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Because I think... I think didn't you, didn't you point out that we were talking about how the wind was blowing on yes. the podcast like we yes. were like, yeah and then the next day was when like shit got uprooted and stuff and i, I mean, didn't have power for three days <laughs> yeah no for yeah, real exactly <laughs> you wouldn't think that utah which is pretty much a desert because a hurricane but you know, it's 2020 hurricane katrina possible had 125 mile hour winds and the u recorded them at which is the university of utah when i say that sorry um <laughs> at 112 mile per hour yeah. winds yeah. And I mean, it's not like fucking here. Crazy. And it, trees were blown over, uprooted. Billboards were blown over. Uh, yeah. It was like you said, it did look like um, a hurricane. Well, I mean, I guess it is a hurricane. Yeah. I just always I associated mean, water with winds, that kind yeah. of shit. Right. You and know, lots of water. But it did look like that. And it when you weird. when you yeah, when you lo when you look at it, I mean, how many semis blew over that day? Oh, yeah, there were like 45 semis on the freeway. I mean, yeah. trucks were literally over. just pulled over. Yeah. And just like, were, we're not. The feathers. The brick hall has yeah. kept going. Yeah. Yeah, we got these bricks to get to the. <laughs> but no, it, it was blowing semis over. It was causing accidents. Um, you're right. And when, when we say trees were uprooted. We're, we're not just saying, hey, like, yeah, and, and I mean, we had neighbors whose pine trees blew over and yes. and, and there yes. were branches and that were ripped off lines, everything. Like Melissa experienced mm -hmm. lots of My whole power outages all out. over all the state. It was like over. people were out for a week. It yeah. was like, wasn't it like 120,000 people? Yeah. It, it was, it was crazy. crazy. It was very high numbers. All and over what the was place. what was what's crazier is when we go down to some of our parks that we have in in Salt Lake City and uh, and you saw giant trees i mean we're talking hundreds of feet tall um and also hundreds of years old yeah they've been there forever i yeah. mean um old we ass trees we went down to a couple of our parks and um we even took some pictures and stuff but i mean you're the roots were, were they were tipped over and the roots were 20 feet high yeah it's crazy. like in the air yeah They're, just giant root systems just sitting there <laughs> chunks of yeah. land you know right out especially like those pines that don't their roots don't go super deep. Yeah. They just spread very wide. So, it, yeah, they just pull up those huge root systems. But Oof. 
crazy stuff, man. Yeah. 2020 shit. Yeah, that was, that was fun. We were, everybody Not was, fun. everybody was joking about like, what was it going to be, right? Like you have all those memes that you post all the time about, you know, what's <laughs> Who next? Who picked this for September? Yeah, it's the this, right? Who picked this for October? Fucking nobody. Nobody, nobody saw, saw that coming to Utah. Utah. Yeah, nobody was like, you know what? It's going to be fucking I don't win. know that I, in I, all I, my I, life anybody has seen, I, in all my life anyway. <laughs> I don't know that in my life I've ever seen like that, but I don't think that anybody that I know either has. Do you? No, no. Has we Utah ever tornado. seen anything? We had that well, tornado. In oh, the they 90s. hit the Delta Center. Yeah, I yeah. watched that at my grandma's house. But uh, I mean, aside and I was from like, that's where the Jazz live. Cute. <laughs> 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 they do. You were right. They hang out. They have all have houses where they underneath. Live. <laughs> yeah, they all. They keep home. it there. <laughs> they live together. Hey, that's man. That's so cute. Who, who took my yogurt? Basketball team. That's what I thought. Though I'm like, that's where the Utah Jazz lives. Like, that's adorable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they well, and the thing with that one is, and and as we can remember, you know, like it, it was lucky because the tornado hit. Um, it was like the day before this outdoor festival, outdoor retailers, outdoor retailers yeah, thing, which was a big deal. And it happened down at the Delta Center, mm-hmm. and uh, which was the Delta Center at the time. Yeah. And now it's what the Vivint Smart, Smart Home, Home Arena. Arena. Yeah. Uh, a goddamn longer name. That's all. I know. The Purina <laughs> Arena. Is that Purina something? Purina Arena. Is that if a it one? Needs not. Because if <laughs> Purina it needs Arena, to be where they have dog yeah. shows and stuff. <laughs> they can do the they can do the puppy chow bowl. That's <laughs> yeah, right. The puppy chow bowl. <laughs> yeah. Fucking call me. <laughs> Arena people and dog food people. I'm and dog make lovers. This. And dog lovers. And football lovers. Let's we know you've got some people yeah, who do Yeah, we both. know this is in yeah. here at Purina Arena. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that needs to happen right there. Um, but, uh, but no, it hit that. And people had were setting up. Yeah. And so it, it, it tore a bunch of shit up. Yeah, and all I the think displays they were setting somebody up. Somebody was hurt or killed, weren't they? Yeah, I think a couple people got but killed. But had, oh, it, no. had it happened, if had the festival been going. Or, there would have been tons of people Or had right it happened there. a day later. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And all the debris would have hit them, which yeah. is well, probably yeah, what gets them. I mean, you know what nobody thinks about, in like you said, in downtown Salt Lake City is, hey, look, surprise tornado. Right? We, don't need, we don't have... Well, and you know what though? <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, if I'm shit. not mistaken, Twister, and maybe it came out after, but I swear to God, it came out like at the same fucking time. And I remember thinking, like, are we good? And my parents were like, yeah, we have mountains here. And I don't know, maybe if we were to look it up, it was later, but maybe. Oh, like I, the movie Twister. I'm sure that yes. if you looked up when but the, I the tornado swear, hit here, and I, when I think Twister was 99, if I'm not mistaken. But I need to find out when the Salt Lake tornado was. I think Twister was earlier. 96. I don't remember when. It seems. Salt Lake tornado was August 11th of 1999. Oh, 99. Okay, it was 99. Which was a weird year. Crazy year. We had Y2K coming up. Remember Sparkle? And you know what? Twister was 96. So, so. This is right, okay? So I'm happy. This supports my story. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Fucking yes. We have the evidence. Listen, Goddamn right. We're here, going to court. <laughs> here on Area 52, we, we do the, the refucking search right. we and we get the ourselves. facts right. In real time. God okay. damn it. So, but this, so I remember like asking my parents, because I love that movie, right? But it's terrifying. No, I want to watch scary. Twister. And, and I good. remember thinking like, holy shit. Like, can, and they're like, no. We live in a mountainous area, yeah, and we don't, and get, we don't get that. Then that fucking tornado <laughs> hit the like, Delta Center, and I'm like, you lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it has been a danger all along. <laughs> but it was so. 
Plus, I always had like this religious, um, the, the second coming, oh, you know, embedded yeah. into my soul doctrine, for a while. Yeah. yeah. And so like every natural disaster was like, here Jesus! it fucking is. Because Jesus is going to come in a tornado. Yeah. Like every ginormous. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I don't want Jesus to come into a tornado. <laughs> every, every. That sounds fucking oh my awful. God. That's a creepy. Spermnado. Spermnado. <laughs> Pick that you one up. Holy spermnado. You are all my children now. <laughs> Every fucking ginormous grasshopper I saw, I'm like, it's starting. It's, it's a plague. Yeah. So, anyways, I um, I don't even know where we were. Well, no, we were just talking about that. But oh yeah. But the, the path of that destruction was where the tornado hit because it wasn't like we had uh, a day in like the Midwest has where there's tornadoes all over and it wreaks yeah. pa- havoc everywhere. It, was it right. basically touched down there and, and then it retouched down in the avenues and tore up a tree and tore up some houses. Did and not like the Utah shit. Jazz. Right. It was <laughs> like, Fucking Denver <laughs> Nuggets fan. It was a... <laughs> 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 Wait, isn't the isn't there literally like a, a an Oklahoma Broncos. Thunder or something like this? See, st- the Nuggets are not even basketball. That's why it's a great joke. They were <laughs> no, they were the Broncos. Oh wait, that's football. That's, that's football. football. I don't so know confused. sports. <laughs> I'll be the first to tell you. <laughs> okay, so when the Denver Bronco Nuggets uh, were playing hockey against the, the Colorado Rockies, the Colorado Rockers. <laughs> The badminton world championship. Listen, this is <laughs> the badminton world. You know, trying to think of a ridiculous that shit sport. Is, we have you. You've seen dodgeball. Yes, right? of course. With, I love with, dodgeball with Vince Vaughn. You gotta love Vince yes. Vaughn. He's great. And and Ben Stiller, who's who's um like amazing in that, right? Yes. But the joke in that is that dodgeball's a weird sport. And hey man, it's ESPN eight. You got all <laughs> yes, the weird. The Ocho. And, yeah. But now there's literally all those sports. Dodgeball is a thing you can watch. Cornhole yes. championships are a thing you can Dodgeball watch on ESPN. Dodgeball Thunderdome yes. is an awesome show. It's extremely intense. But I feel like both of the, okay, Dodgeball has a much higher excitement level. It's people getting hit by shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> always cooler than people trying to throw sandbags in a hole. Yeah. You know? Yeah, cornhole but doesn't I have love, a whole lot I of I love playing intensity. cornhole or what, what's it called? Cornboard? Cornhole. What's it cornhole. called? Cornhole. Cornhole. Cornboard? <laughs> I love playing cornhole. Corn board? What do you? Hey guys, you want to get together a team and play some play some corn board? The Denver Nuggets corn borders coming out. I'll tell you what, they'll board they'll board you up a storm is what they'll do. Corn. Goddamn corn board. Not even that bad of a name. It's not. You know what? It's actually better than cornhole. Kind of has a nice ring, and it sounds better to say to kids. Yeah, corn board than cornhole. Yeah, yeah, I don't want ever want to. Hey kids, you want to come play cornhole? No, (laughs) no. I hate that so bad. Don't ever go play cornhole. (laughs) All right, let's just hold on. We're just gonna dump that part like in the Brady. (laughs) And we're back here on the air. I couldn't even say it like a real creep. No, you couldn't. I had to be like, I couldn't. couldn't You had to like Ronald McDonald it. Yeah, he's a creep. Kids, you want to come down and have a hamburger and <laughs> forget about your dreams? I don't know. He's in the a basement? Weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> you Why know, are the hamburgers in the basement? G- uh, guy, um, <laughs> my, my comedy partner, he was showing me because we always like, we'll, I'll, I'll go over to his house and we'll practice, you know, for the show or whatever. And we'll, he'll always show me some stuff on YouTube because he, uh, 
he likes to watch all these old car you know commercials and stuff so he, was, he found this old creepy mcdonald's commercial where like ronald mcdonald like this kid's getting left out of ice skating with all the other kids Aww. and so like Sounds all of a sudden ronald mcdonald comes up and just picks him up and just starts skating him around and oh he's like looking goodness. into the face of this clown as <laughs> they skate together and then they just oh skate off hand in hand Yikes. like to where where'd the, they go who the fuck knows <laughs> somewhere the basement we don't yeah follow. yeah <laughs> hamburger basement yeah hamburger Hamburger, hamburger helper. Let <laughs> me oh. help your hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, gross. Oh my god! I can't stop laughing. <laughs> well, I don't. Yeah. Shit. Grimace. Okay, I'm gonna pull he it together. Dick, god damn it! We we were. You know, we had like Grimace the McDonald's. The McDonald's and Price mm-hmm. was so rad because it had like all the old school things. This is where I grew up, <laughs> and it was like all the. You remember like the the fiberglass characters that were like coming out of the walls oh and like yeah. the trees yeah, yeah, were yeah, there yeah. and like all the stools were colorful oh cute we had this wooden ass playground <laughs> and it wooden was made out of like railroad <laughs> ties Danger. and Danger. like chains yeah yeah, the best. Yeah, have Mayor McCheese. Mm-hmm. I liked him. You could, I, you could burn your hands on the steel, get slivers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was know? McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, get the sand McDonald's in your shoes, and then go eat a fucking hamburger like a champ. Nothing all was ever dangerous. washed. No. You know how it got no. washed? The UV. fucking rain. The <laughs> rain came down. That's all you need. <laughs> UV rays also. And do UV. That, so. Yeah. Oh yeah, did the uh, sun will sterilize it. Oh, uh, we saw a fucking robot. At Walmart. At Walmart. Just going down the line with a, a light. It had a fucking name, look. too. What was it doing? Is it's it a cleaning is squ- robot? Yes. It just cleaned. I've seen those. Look I've never seen thing. it. It had I've a name. I've never seen one in person. I've seen them on videos. Yeah. It had a name tag. That was at Walmart? Was yeah. We just watched it. Squeaking. Go down the line. I'll post this video. Oh he just went goodness. down the line. Yeah, but here's the thing. He, he only, he, he doing, did though? that row. And this is the thing. He was, he was sanitizing oh. all the cleaners oh my god <laughs> it was the row of cleaning, of like cleaning shit. product and he was only there going up and down that row he never fucking moved oh my god yeah. interesting interesting um but uh <laughs> i think the, i think where we were <laughs> was when we were talking about the tornado is how that kind of tore up its path right like just the path it was on but this windstorm that we experienced that we started talking about it fucked up everything like the whole valley yes. parts. And it was supposed to be like a tiny area windstorm at mm-hmm. first. That oh, was yeah. like the warning in my phone for yep. my weather report. Yeah, that's why you went home early. Yeah, I was like, well, right. it's really you, north, you, so I don't think it'll affect my house, but whoops. Yeah, and then, I mean, <laughs> and then it three fucking days later of darkness, days. right? Yeah. And oh we've gone to a few of our parks, just to give you guys an idea. I mean, in, in one park, one park alone in Salt Lake that we went to, I think there was probably 50 trees. And in Liberty Park, there may have been more. I bet there was 80 trees or 100. War zone is a great... It does. It it looked like... so torn up. Things look fucking blown up. Yeah. Not over, up. Like, not blown over. Oh, there was, like, the part of the cement over there. Mm -hmm. That the tree had pulled up, like, a whole row of the sidewalk. And kids were, like, skating up it like a vert ramp. Yeah. Um, There were... I mean, there were trees that had had you could tell they had gotten rocked back and forth and just twisted they're these wow. giant like giant uh like the way people get shot in movies yeah you know yeah. like when they like get hit and, and then oh, they twist and fall over yeah. like i imagine those poor trees oh people left flowers on them 
Yeah, Aww. they. But I mean, you could see yeah. how they had literally just been torn and crackled Jeez. over. And you, these things are crazy big trees. Mm-hmm. And this happened all over. I mean, people still, still. I don't know how long ago was that? Th- like a few weeks when that when that windstorm yeah, happened, and. People are still, you can see cranes all over yeah, that are still get, picking well, up trees. Well, a guy that you were just talking about, his tree blew right into his garage. Yeah, oh, yeah, guys got, oh. knocked his garage over, totaled it, smashed Jesus. it, and yeah. tilted it over so Ooh. it's unusable. Um, he was lucky that it didn't fall into his house or yeah. into his new fence that he built. Uh, but now he's just got this giant stump. Oh, yeah, because stump removes a whole other fucking thing. Yeah, yeah it's not it's so just expensive. Right. You guys tune into the Area 52 podcast where you can learn about stump removal. <laughs> stump yeah. removal. Stump. <laughs> you like stump. stump. Yeah, we're talking That's about stumps this week. Stumps and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but what you guys don't know is when the stumps came up. Goblins. No, I, there was nothing under there. We didn't find anything. But it's it was a really weird wow. thing that we all had to kind of go, oh, okay, well, the whole city got, you know, fucked up by wind yeah yeah it was weird driving around because the power was off everywhere yeah. in my neighborhood yeah. and there were just quiet trees in the street yeah. falling yeah, over trees and just blocking traffic it was crazy man it was crazy um but yeah i don't know other than that uh we haven't i mean nothing nothing crazy yeah exactly. knock, knock on, on wood. wood that was it's me that was sorry. De- that was well, sorry yeah. sorry don't risk it. that was yeah. me I was just, I was making sure. You know way better than that. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. We just got the baby to sleep. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Um, We, uh, we've watched uh, a couple more episodes of our, of our goddamn. Our programs. Nine, nine week (laughs) trek. The vow that we're trying to get through. Ah, It is. I don't know what TV thing you're going to talk about, but. I think we still have three fucking episodes to go. So here's the thing. Like it's. It's all kind of like technical bullshit these last couple of episodes. Right. Which is kind of boring. we're like right in the middle. Which is crazy to say. We're ones. in the disclosure in, part in of it. In the midst of right. a sex cult uh, series. On Nexium. To say it's kind of boring. But I think that's because shit's about to, you know, it's all the legal Blow proceedings up. and how people got. So I think that. Uh, oh, it's still just so gross. All of it. Yeah. Like, it's well, just the disgusting. More, the more and more you find more out about find out, Keith like, Raniere. Like his first partner lady partner i don't think they actually got married yeah her leaving that barber lady Barbara yeah. boucher yes yep and then the fact that she found out he was sleeping with all the ladies on the board yeah and like well that's what the board was interest. yeah well yeah good lord it was just essentially him surrounding himself <sighs> with women who looked up to him that he could sleep with and th- they weren't going to challenge him yeah because challenging him would a get them off the board and b he would just go, well, you don't understand. That's the whole well, thing. But with he was any also protected too. because he had set himself up by uh, one acting like he was a god and never allowing anybody to get close to him without seeming like it was privileged. So you can also be removed from his life. Right. And he had all that collateral on people. So <laughs> it's not like <laughs> people are going to. Right. They're not going to leave and be like, fuck this guy. He has all that stuff on you. <laughs> so you can't go and say anything because he's got all of that stuff of. of you know, this collateral that they talk about. Um, I don't know. We were joking about this, Melissa, but it's probably just because he has a small <laughs> dick. And he doesn't want anybody to get all the way to the top and have this horrible sex experience and then run away and tell him that he's a small dick. And so he had to start a cult <laughs> to protect his... His fragile s- male ego. Yes. And his tiny... And his tiny... Thin... Member. Fucking... 
pimple. Flesh appendage. It's, you know. Almond and like oh, what? a pile Almond? of sugar. Almond? I'm just trying to think of the size. Okay, in a pile of sugar. Oh, well, pubes, you know. They're just all white at this point. This is what well, you're assuming. Well, his beard is gray. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I guess maybe they wouldn't be white. It might be gray. Almond in a pile. I don't know. <laughs> These are things I encounter in my day-to-day life. So, like, every time I see one, I'd be like, fucking Keith Raniere. God. There's Keith Raniere and his, his fucking sugar pubes. God damn it. sugar pube Raniere, they call him. Sugar pube. <laughs> Ew. Sugar pube, sugar pube, sugar, sugar pube, sugar pube. But, you know, the almond dick, I'm still hung up on that. So let's... Well, it would be a little one. Yeah. <laughs> still shaped like an almond. <laughs> I don't... Okay, so... Kay. No, I'm not going to make Anyways, an almond Anyways, all right. Reference. We're off topic again. Kay. We got to control ourselves. You know Sorry. what? Th- I don't know that people listen to us because we stay <laughs> yeah, on topic. Yeah, we never stay on topic. This you know what nobody has ever said in a review? You know, we, these, we drift a these lot. Guys, <laughs> these guys sure stay on topic well. That's never been said in the, yeah. in the you know. I don't think, like, get right to the point has ever been, like, a review yeah. that we've received. Yeah. <laughs> These no. guys. We meander through the fucking woods, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, look, we'll get for there. For a while. We take the We'll fucking route. get yeah. there. And you'll get there with us when uh, when we do. Maybe ahead of us. I don't know. So, anyways, I don't really know what else you want to talk about with Nexium. I don't. It, it, well, unless we're reviewing the show as an official nah. reviewer of the show. No, we no. just mentioned our Hopefully, you're just watching along with it and yeah, and and seeing and how feeling our frustrations out. week to week. Um, I think it is. I think again, it is um, really fascinating how this guy, this Keith fucking who's really nothing is just able to worm his way into into i don't know I say the presence of people like the dalai lama yeah although Melissa, oh yeah which was wild. so mad you've got a personal you got you're feeling some things yeah. from the dalai lama right <laughs> yeah. yes you, you are personally very you weren't upset. fucking super happy about that. i don't want to put words in your mouth you tell me how you feel about the dalai lama <laughs> just angry i feel like he'll just endorse anybody who'll like pay him to show up i think you're right and i, I don't like to feel that way because i looked up to him for a really long time and then well this you know him on next nexium like, here's the other thing i keith ranieri i kind of proves what i was worried about with him yeah how did did we ever come to understand how he got a meeting with the dalai lama because there was the one point where the Dalai Lama was like, hey, we've heard about these accusations about you. And it was long haired Keith when he mm-hmm. was in that phase of his life, which would have been a couple years ago because Nexium has been around for 13 a long time. years oh at this point. So you, that's, yeah. you know, you got to understand that that's why it's taken so long for members to come forward and for this to come out because it's it's been around for quite a while. But well, if I remember correctly, what you asked about how that happened mm-hmm. was. He said that it was set up by the Bronfman sisters. Who oh, money was, made that He happen. was going to be in yeah. New York. <laughs> he was going to be in New York. Yes. And they convinced him to come to Albany. Yes. I'm sure they convinced him. Yes, the Bronfman sisters. <laughs> no, none of was you can I see. Was I mistaken <laughs> that one of them, or was it Sorry, the Seagram's heiress? Which one was it? That I don't like how you take things. Those are them. Right. The bronze. They are the two, right. The two of them. Yeah, so the I think one of them or, or both of them like got three hundred and fifty million dollars from their dad Ooh, or something. They might have both got a chunk. But they gave like all of it to. Th- so that's how Nexium has the finances that it does, is, and all the people that come and pay right. money to it. But, um, anyways, I, you know, I feel like um, a completely, I don't know, uh, 
uncultured swine, as the kids would say. <laughs> but I didn't know that the Dalai Lama was actually kind of like a title, like, like a 007 a agent. I yeah, thought that it was a, a dude deal. who kind of because there's the one that was kind of of my. It's, it, well, it's Ben. Well, what what the what the what the you Dalai know, Lama is is you're the you're the Dalai Lama for life. What you if I and like again pope I, yes. I but, yes. but and and I but I, I didn't I, know that there, I thought that that was like the dude's name. I didn't know it was no. a title uh, that, no. that keeps being you know re right. Well, yes. Well, that's or, what it is, and I don't right. want to misspeak, but I believe that what it is is when the one Dalai Lama dies, then they believe that he at some point is reincarnated as a child who will manifest, and they will go, oh well, this boy is clearly that they will yes. find the the. Re- incarnated soul of the Dalai Lama. And so that is there just points in time where somebody's not being the Dalai Lama then? Are they, and they're I waiting, don't think it's like, happened this? since this I guy was a child. So. Right? The Dalai Lama we've had has been the Dalai Lama. Yeah, he's like 85 now. Really? The, yeah. Is this the Dalai Lama from the seven years in Tibet, Brad Pitt? I have no blonde. idea. See, and he that, was that's a child, what I'm saying. Dalai I Lama. do feel bad. Right? You know, we don't know enough about All I know is theology. from Brad Pitt movies. I can't I can't <laughs> give you more. I, I know from King of the Hill they talk about it in Then we are all uncultured I mean, swines. I suppose exactly. we could, God. I suppose we could Google it. Good God Almighty! But I do feel like I do feel like again nobody nobody's going. You know what? They get they Google shit and get it right. Although that's yeah. exactly what we said we do earlier. So just follow along. It will will we'll yeah. be left and right at you. You don't know. Um, I don't. I, again, I don't remember where we were. We were t- well. We were talking about oh, why what, that the Dalai happened. Lama, how that happened. And, and yeah. Well, then I think I, that okay. Two things. I think a that speaks more to the fact that. Um, at this point, especially in this world, and, and you can't really blame them, um, you know, Tibetan monks who for the longest time were hunted and persecuted yeah. and killed. And I mean, Tibet was was, I mean, uh, you know, uh, enslaved and, and owned by China, if I'm not mistaken. And then, you know, these guys have found probably a way to through the through the, the I guess the cultural icon that the Dalai Lama has become. To find a way to to make money off that, right? To, yeah. to, to brand the Dalai I can't Lama. I fault anybody for trying to make money. That's sure. For sure. I mean, now if but that is the answer to how that happened. But I, if no, I remember, I forgot about the Bronfman sisters. When right. You said yeah. that I'm like, oh yes, money made that happen. But if that's, that's how. <laughs> Um, and then let's not forget when Keith Raniere met with the Dalai Lama, he said something. I oh, I forgot the direct quote, but he was like, the facts aren't true <laughs> oh the yeah facts, the, the facts are not the facts being presented against us are not aren't true are not true I that was so Listen, funny that he said the they facts got, aren't true they got the fake <laughs> like he doesn't facts. know what facts are and he's telling the dolly so fucking insufferable i think that honestly keith ranieri is one of those people that is quite the opposite of what he says i think he's so stupid and clueless. Oh, he's totally. He's just a manipulator. Like all, he's just really good. That bought his own people. bullshit. Yeah, yeah, he totally. He's fucking. When he oh. told him, he created his own math. Like come that made on. us laugh out loud. <laughs> that made us laugh. You know, because I, mean, I forget this that is we a, my own kind of math that I invented. Yeah. What? No, you don't invent math. I think it's been done. Yeah. Now it's right here. I maybe there are theories and algorithms. I don't know. Yeah, I failed math in high school, so don't ask me. He didn't present any of those but i think that with keith as far as those things go mm-hmm. um <sighs> delusion doesn't begin to cover it delusion doesn't, it's <laughs> like way it doesn't deeper even than scratch that. Way the surface. Deeper. 
I don't know. Deeper. But he did, to his credit, did start a cult and have yes, people who followed him within the hundreds. Very devoted. Which makes me wonder if he did it all by himself or if, like, you know, the these the Bronfman sisters who are big money. I think that Nancy lady helped him a lot. Nancy Salzman. I'm just she wondering if there's another lot. tie yeah. to this. Like, do you think there's another tie to Nexium? I guess that's what I'm asking. I think that's what our job is, is to search through the what conspiracy. What do you mean by another tie? Like, another person who created it? I think he did it for more reasons than we're Meaning, ever Meaning, yes, like, out. more like, like, I hate to say, like, so generalized as Illuminati, but yes. Well, look at it, like, you know? creepy R. Kelly taking all those women. He was yeah. kind of training them to yeah. be, like, really for sure. good oh, sex for sure. slaves. Absolutely. And I think Keith Raniere was kind of on that same path with Nexium because he was learning the women that would be obedient and the women that wouldn't talk. Because of the branding and stuff, you know, so the women who would keep good secrets and then maybe if you, you know, know power players or something that might want a woman for the weekend, you can like send them off, you Mm. know, and now you're getting all these younger, prettier girls. It's an assignment. Yeah. As Keith would say. And then you're getting an ally in this person who's an ally to Nexium or an ally to you in the press or an ally to you in the I just wonder. It just seems like it was so high functioning that there was just... It was really systematic. I don't know. It, it was it, really systematic. It seemed like the only person couldn't be Keith that was benefiting from it. It seemed like somebody else was getting something out of it. Whether it was money, yeah, like what Nancy. what was Nancy and Nancy's daughter? What was her name? Sarah. No. Laura. Lauren. Lauren. Lauren Salzman. Mm-hmm. And then s- there was Sarah and Claire Bronfman. Mm-hmm. Those were the Bronfmans. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Pardon me. But my my thing is, is you have to imagine that all of these women that were at the top of this, Allison Mack, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It couldn't have just been about the dick. No, no. Like, like you're saying. No, there has to be more to it. Now, sure, they're making money off mm-hmm. of this and they're they're gaining power. And maybe that's what it is, is as they get into that inner circle, like Lauren was talking about. Well, in they that did one, have slaves. Right. Episode about the slaves. And yeah. she but, took it very oh seriously. I, I'm not going to lie when I say that the amount of and this is not a joke, but it seemed to me that having a slave was ultimately more work for you. Well, it seems like having one would, you know, alleviate you of some work. But it seemed like. They had to text each other and ask permission for every piece of food that they ate. Their calories. Their and they ca- had to text master. Master, the may I, had to text you know, have master. 89 calories for yeah. this piece of broccoli or some shit. <laughs> so horrible. Um, I just think that that's t- being on your phone that much. Yeah. I, I don't but know. But if they're control freaks, they probably like it. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. Which is creepy within itself. Yeah. But I'm just saying it seemed like a lot of oh, work. Oh, for sure. They, you know, it was eat, sleep, and breathe. Yeah, a slave has to ask system. everything of their master. It's yeah. very strange. And, it was, and, and strange. all the work that they were doing to be masters was in accordance to what they were doing well, for them. Yeah, exactly. Master, sleep and breathe. Exactly. This, it was that's a why I said system. mixed with like yeah. bondage right. and weird like S&M crap. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, and I mean... When you when you look at how he, I don't know how he, completely I'm the 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 stuff that that he's asking of the people that are part of this like for you to go, hey, you know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start at you having a a course where it's about hey man your your life's running you, right, <laughs> and then at some point during this we're gonna go okay, now here's what we need we need like naked pictures of you and and then you're going to get branded like the the 
it, it's I don't know. It's just it's just such a crazy like I don't even know how to explain it. It's it's there's no there's no. I just think it's how think do you get from that in your brain? Like, do you start at wanting to help people and get into the branding? You start with what you want to accomplish. I think it all started with him. I think it was just how he got to what he wanted to do. I forgot the name of the sci-fi author. It's the guy who wrote all the robot books, Isaac Asimov or whatever. Yeah. Keith Raniere read one of his books and it talked about mind control when he was like a teenager and that was mm. like his inspiration. Mm, obviously. And he wanted to be able to... Like L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, like like emulate that. So I think it started with his own goals and then he just kind of branched out into like, how can I help people but really I'm helping myself but they're yeah. going to think they're helping themselves. But I don't think he saw it Which that is way. basically every I think religion. he saw it as I'm going to help people by helping themselves, but they're also going to help me because they're going to be so indebted to me for, you know, making them great <laughs> or whatever self-help gibberish. He well, was and I think that's where them. he jumps the line into cult because it's you live together. You wake up and you do this. You do this all day. Oh my God, their daily routines made me tired. They had no time. Like, and Bonnie explained that, which was uh, Mark Vincente's wife or whatever, but. Anyways, I like I said, I don't know what else you want to say about Nexium. Yeah, I just I it's it's just a fascinating a fascinating thing to uh to watch play out because these people aren't idiots. Um yeah. Uh the last time so so we've been watching this show together and uh and and you you know, we'd come over and we'd, you know, watch the show or whatever and then we we would talk and then but a, but a couple times ago on the way out the door, you dropped something on us that kind of fucked us up. Well, I'm just also going to say <laughs> the way I know you're talking about. You're damn right. You do. Yeah. <laughs> and the way that you just so casually like, oh, have you seen have this? You this? Oh, Sounds you should, so lighthearted. And then I take off. <laughs> and we started at 10 p.m. and can't sleep for four hours because our lives are you're now so horrified. Yes. By what you just watched. Life has changed forever. It's pretty terrifying. You guys want to, I mean, tell them what we're talking about here. What's it called? There's a movie. On, it's on Hulu, right? Yes. That we watched it. It's I'm called, too scared to remember. It's called Tickled. Oh. And it's about. Don't let uh, the lightness of that title fool you. You won't be. Championships. Okay, let's let's talk Underground about. Okay. You're doing it again. You're, you're making it sound you so make it sound like a sport. It's not a sport. <laughs> no, let's talk about what this is. <laughs> it's a man paying it's kids to tickle each other it's under the so guise gross. of tickling championships. Sure, but Ooh, just in the same way that like in the sa- okay, but in the same way that like a guy showing up with a pizza and going, "Who ordered a pizza?" That's not really look, a fucking look, lunch date. All I'm saying, guys. All of you that are listening right now, you're Go going tickled. What's that? Proceed with caution. All right. I'm just saying <laughs> go slow. It this is it is dark. This you will change never your life. think it's as dark. As this it will is. change your life. See, here's the thing, Melissa. I genuinely. So let's kind of explain it um, in case you don't want to be scarred for life. Um, <laughs> it is like Mark said um, there. OK. It's a championship it's of tickling. A, oh, it's my mouth feels gross when it's I talk about it. It's a <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. So it's, no, okay. she'll do oh, she's it. Doing it. I can do she, it. I can she do got, it. She got power it. Power through. Power when through. I think about them being victims, I suddenly, I can do this. Okay. <laughs> They're definitely victims. Absolutely. Definitely. It's horrifying. Absolutely. Of a thousand crimes, by the way. Oh, so yeah. 
They're often young boys, of course, that they, so the ca- there's an actual casting call for this and they will find these young boys and once again go into areas that seem a little downtrodden, like the people could need the money. And that's completely stereotyping someone, which is awful anyways. Um, but these kids need money and so they'll do it. Yeah. Sounds like a tickling championship, much like you make it sound, An endurance <laughs> contest. You would be great. <laughs> can you I'm be tickling people? How long yeah. can you be tickled? Do you want to make some Are extra cash? Yeah. Do you like Two, being tickled? $2,000. I mean, they made, they made good they money. They made good money. Right. For sure. But, but then that's creepy. before they go into a room and realize it's a small room. Or sometimes that's the, the one that they find in the in the thing. It looks like a studio, like a film studio where mm-hmm. you film things. Uh. Well lit and shit. Even creepier. Well, because they're going to film it. A porn studio. Because they're going yes. to film it. So these kids come in wearing like Adidas track suits and shit. And they get strapped to a bed, you know, Tied S&M down. style. Yeah. And then... Dudes will just and then they get tickled. straddle it them. It is ridiculous. Tickle them. And then maybe more will come in and maybe they'll tickle the dude's foot. And, and it's like a gang tickling. Yeah. It, it is a and let's when you say gang banging track of suits, we're not talking about full length. We're talking it's like about wrestling tra- suits. shorts. Yeah. They look like rugby players. Yeah, like track rugby shorts. wrestling outfits. And and they're trying to make it look like a sport, but it is clearly it's <laughs> tickle very porn. porn. It's it soft softcore porn. Underage. It's, it's popcorn porn. porn. Popcorn porn. It's popcorn. It's not porn. even softcore. They don't touch like there's any no no places. There's They're not no tickling his dick. They're but just tickling his pits strange. and his and his and his tootsies. Yeah. But it's yeah, weird as shit. They're tied down. I've honestly wish it was. And they use something tools. else that wasn't they use fronting like feathers as and stuff. <laughs> yeah. See, like, see, that's it's the thing. Yeah, it doesn't strange. ever get, move it, on to sex. Yeah, it's totally like introduction to bondage. Now. I'm with I if you right like if it had become something more then then it would at least be kind of honest in what it is fucking yikes so what I they just... do is they trap these boys in this thing now if some of the boys feel uncomfortable in wanting to do this or wanting to have this be out there then well they don't first of all I believe that most of them did not know that this was a video that was going to be published oh yeah they had no idea. So a lot it wasn't of them, until later and then someone would when send leave, them the video and yeah. be like, "Is bro, is this you? Yeah, and this was this was in the when this started, this was in the early 2000s. So this wasn't mm-hmm. when everything was used to be on the Internet. Right. Yeah. This is early days of YouTube. And right. Stuff. But still, there would be like a website. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that people would that you could one of those things where you would be sent the link that took you to a specific website. Yeah. It wasn't like this is on YouTube. But it still existed. It was being yeah. hosted on a website. Yeah. It was like a tickle website. And these kids would be like, holy fucking shit. I, uh, first of all, I didn't know it was this. And I didn't know it was out there. And I didn't know it had my name attached mm-hmm. to it. Right. And my because phone. Because most um, of them yeah. were finding that their personal information, like their full name, you know, hates getting tickled or whatever. So-and-so's name hates getting tickled. Anyways. When they would go to get out of these things, then this is when the real trouble would start. Yeah, that's it was when they like, like come after them and release the videos to YouTube, and like under all, like buy all, all their these. domains under the person's legal name. Mm-hmm. Um, send really them scary harassment, threatening letters. You know, it's cease and desist. Yeah, it's like fake legal action letters. It was a dark world for sure. Yeah, and I had no idea. It was all created by this weird woman that they didn't even think really existed. Right, which and was Terry Tickles, right? Yeah, <laughs> and old and Terry Tickles. Now, now the the, the basic of the the basis of this documentary is that a journalist in New Zealand stumbles across this weird 
tickling video. Tickle yes. And then when video. he reaches out to the uh, production company to kind of inquire, what is this? This is funny. I want to talk about this because he likes Which looking into weird things. I think the other one was like things. Jane O'Brien or like the new. Yeah, Jane O'Brien. I think like that's what you, it the is. The new website, which is what I'm referencing right now. Right. But. And when he reaches out, they're like, hey, man, we ain't dealing with you. You're this and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, they just totally insult well, him. They harass and like, him and we call him a, a homosexual it. and yeah. stuff when it's dudes tickling sh- each other. Yeah. I mean, first of all. Right. And it's like, I was just reaching out to talk to you. Like, this is weird i wasn't like and they became ex again in exceptionally defensive which is always a red flag right yeah very aggressive what do, what do you have to hide if you very think it's just tickling then what's the big fucking deal right and, totally and so he kind of goes after this and turns it into this documentary that looks into what is really behind this and uh i've never been more stressed out watching this dude tell that guy has balls of steel absolutely and when he walks okay so we don't want to ruin everything except i am going to ruin something this spoiler alert (laughs) as if you didn't already see this coming terry tickles is not a lady of course it turns out to be a creepy man very creepy guy um but they do think that it is a high school vice principal he's not even the fucking head of the show He's the VP, all right? No way in hell that this is just a high school vice principal. Mm -mm. I feel like this guy is connected to some kind of, because I think it's like a Russian channel that hosts it. Yeah, it could be But there's no way that he, a a high school vice principal doesn't have time to threaten 170 people with letters and texts and finding their real names and their addresses and all their family members and why are you threatening them over tickling? Like, what is this really well, that's going yeah, on? Honestly, you guys, I, I know I, we were joking, but you should watch it because it's freaking weird. We all oh, know about crazy. sex trafficking. But right. This is it's well, very much seems like a front for sex trafficking. Absolutely. But it's it, at least like, an introduction. That kid that is with the old dude mm-hmm. that's super squirrely. Uh-huh. He looks like he was clearly a, a trafficked boy who yeah. has grown up in the system. Probably been in it Absolutely. Forever. That's so like, 100%. And he is Sad. helping now, which is well, very much a, um, a, what's the word I'm looking um, a marker of those things or a well, yeah, part of the recipe. It, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but right. Well, but the, and, and when he talks, when they talk to some of the boys, they say the same thing, right? In these poor neighborhoods, like I would do a video and then I'd get more money if I went out and found other boys to come do the videos. Yeah. Which Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Right. Or, 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 yes. or any of it. Right. And, and so, yep. and honestly, like, look, MLMs, if, yeah. he, yeah. if you have a kid, if you go, Hey man, you want to get tickled and he goes, oh, whatever. And then he does it once and then you go, okay, you want to do it again? All right, you want to do it again? Yeah, you All right, you want to do it again? Great. I mean, by the by, the seventh that, or eighth or ninth or tenth time this kid's done it, you go, okay. Well, what else can this kid do for money? Like that's how this whole thing would work. If a yeah. kid, if you, if a kid will take a thousand dollars to be tickled by a bunch of dudes, he'd probably take five thousand dollars to do worse. Or more, I shouldn't yeah. say worse, but like if you tra- if you take you these kids door. or traffic these kids and go, you know what, we're gonna do some tickle videos. We're gonna go over to, uh, you guys want to go to London, do some tickle videos, and we're gonna go well, over. And they God. are considered trafficked because they right. do do American shoots, mm-hmm. and they move children. So yeah. it is trafficking, right. but it's under this. Well, and they have championships in other places. Oh, you guys, and but that's so the thing. We can use that totally as a front of like a tickle champion. This 100%. might be the fucking weirdest thing you've ever heard on this it's podcast. Crazy. But I, I mean, 
the journalist who covers it, I just want to say he also has a show called Dark Tourist, and that's oh, the guy with balls it's really good. Yes. Yeah, so it, yeah, he does yeah. some cr- watch it just some for crazy yes. things. He goes to the craziest places. But, but going after this, I think just within this too, he goes to some really really crazy he's places. So he's so brave. He, it's it, I'd it's, be terrified. It is a dark world. Like you, you don't know if people like this. I mean, clearly people like this are armed. Clearly, like oh, people yeah. like this are trying like not to be seen warehouse in the they middle don't of nowhere. Pay. Yeah, these kids aren't filling out W9s. Just go watch it. <laughs> All right. right. Like but you're not going to be the same after. <laughs> okay. It's not just about tickling. Just go watch it. You know the other thing that we watched recently on Hulu which um is is really good was a series that came out I, it says back in 2018. I did we remember watching it? Did we watch it and then go back and rewatch it? Uh it's about it's a, a six part series regarding the murder of uh, Lacey Peterson. Oh yeah, we watched it and then rewatched it. And then it came back out on Hulu. Yep. Yeah, it so, was done by like A and E. Yes. I never watched it before. This yes. is my first time seeing. Yes, it. yes, yes. But we re I guess we rewatched it and and then just kind of really ha- having having seen a little bit more over the last few years come out about the the case. I don't know if you guys remember the case of of Scott and Lacey Peterson. It was one of those cases that like uh like oj and casey anthony that really gets caught up and swept up in the media right almost like you like you said um and i don't want to get into what we think just yet but how you said it he was tried oh yeah by the media by the media he's always on the news right that was what always on the news and nancy grace even who's in the yes um, documentary god once you get on her show it's like never over yeah Especially if you get on her bad side, over and over, yeah. Right. She if she if she thinks you are guilty and she thinks she's that, just gonna prosecute you. Right. Well, I mean, I'm not gonna prosecute him, <laughs> but I'm gonna say what I feel <laughs> as a prosecutor. So that was actually, right. but um, that was actually the reason that. So uh, let's talk about why it's kind of uh, popular because Scott Pearson recently had his death penalty. Um, was the word repealed? A- What's appealed? Appealed. I, uh, Court term that is correct in that context. <laughs> that okay. that decision th- to th- to put him on uh, to give him the death penalty was overturned. Redacted. There you go. There you recanted. Go. Overturned. Taken back. You take it back. I, all right? I will. I will then. Take Fine. I'll take it back. He he will not die. <laughs> he will just so Life in anyhow. Prison. And I think that that's the the official reason was because they said that it was an unfair trial from the beginning because of the way that the media, the media. portrayed Scott from the beginning. Yeah. He right. didn't have a chance. No. Right. And I mean, a lot of people, uh, I was one of them for oh, me too. ever believed this man is 100% guilty. Yeah. That's. Mm-hmm. Dude, Toad, dude, Toad's killed his wife, right? Case, yeah, exactly. Fucking, case I, closed. Case closed. Yeah. But when you go back and you, again, you really look into this, mm-hmm. um, I have some reasonable doubt for sure. <laughs> what, I, I, I can, I can say. I am 100% also in the reasonable doubt yes. category. Oh, me too. And w- now I want to I want to talk about this real quick. This is fantastic. Before okay. we go before we go okay. into this. Now, again, we're not saying that uh that this series is like a be all end all, but it does make some very important points about this case and uh, that that in keeping with all of the other things that we know about this and in, in podcasts, other shows and things we've seen or heard people talk and about. And in the nature of our show, we ask you to get all the information. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you hadn't, being familiar with the case. Yes. Sure. Yes. You knew what it was. Yes. 
I asked you, have you seen this series? You said no. No. I said, what do you think about this guy? He's guilty. 100%. We were, we were going to no. get milkshakes, no in fact. Yeah. No we were going wavering. to get milkshakes. I didn't even want to watch the documentary because I was so sure he was just yes. guilty. And this was just going to, come on. What and is, I remember. Like, oh, it's just going to rehash everything. I don't care. Yep. He's guilty. And I think it's like a six-part series. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember you were on episode four and mm-hmm. you said, I just finished episode four. And mm-hmm. I, I even at that point asked you, well, how do you feel? And you're like, he's guilty. He did this. <laughs> it was still unwavering. And I told you, I said, you just haven't got to the last two episodes. Yeah, and really that like, is very true. Different. Yeah. You're going to feel the same way up, uh, at yes. least until episode five. Yeah. For when there is counter evidence coming in. Well, they and that begins everything to right. the last two. They yes. everything. Yes. And, and, and also, you know, when we first watched this, even two years ago, there was a lot of things you pointed this out that we hadn't. There was a lot of rabbit holes we hadn't gone down yet. Well, and wait before we do. I just want to tell the I'm, end of the story. I am. No, uh, for Melissa. For me? The end of the story. Oh, for yes. Melissa. Oh, my story. Yeah, because I'm like, you guys are going to love this. Otherwise, <laughs> oh, yeah, I just sorry. set up. I'm I just sorry. set up absolute nothing. You're right. I'm sorry. Go yeah. ahead. So anyways, so you get a message from Melissa. Right. On what does it say, Melissa? <laughs> or somebody tell me because I didn't read the message. Well, <laughs> she sends a message over and I just start laughing. We're in the car, right? Yeah. He doesn't deserve so, to be. And, and you just. Scott Pearson is in Oh, my God. He Scott totally Pearson. is. didn't kill his wife. He was tried by the media. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, I was God. like, he was convicted by the media. Yeah, he was yes. convicted by the media. You, Mark gets this message. We're in the car. And I looked at him and I said, she watched the last she episode. She finished the episodes, she? didn't she? Yes. Yeah. Did. And it was. And so it is That's that very, very much so. It is that. 100% like sketchy like there's not enough there's evidence. a lot of there holes in not. this right 100 yes. percent. and even at the beginning of that documentary series they say there's no forensic evidence and, and I that, that well, was and really true. weird then we'll talk true. about that here the, in a second the too. craziest thing about this case is that i don't know if scott peterson did not kill his wife which i you know i'm allowing more of that to come into mm-hmm. my area of possibility mm-hmm. um it is the, I don't know that there's been more coincidences in the history of ever. Yeah. You know, and like, let's take just take all coincidences in the world and put them into one place. Right. And it's a Scott Pierce. And this happened in 2006. Oh, it was way Somebody get on the Google. Yeah, fun. somebody way figure way out the thing we're talking about. But let's just talk about, for those people who don't um, remember, Lacey Peterson uh, went missing on uh Christmas, Christmas Eve, Eve morning, uh, December 24th, 2000 and something in Modesto, in, California. In Modesto, California. We know. I those believe the details. address was like 527. See, she even knows the address. We just don't know the year. <laughs> don't know the so year. we'll get the year. <laughs> Fuck. Just sit back and relax. Podcast. Listeners. My Rain Man facts are really picky. You 2002, know, they, I believe. Wait, is she it was buried in 2003? Because didn't the body come up later? Is that true? Is it? T- was it that long ago? Holy bananas. Yeah. Yes, but actually, you know what the sister has said? I remember Scott Peterson's sister-in-law always says, this man has been on death row for 13 years. Yeah, 2002. Years. Wow. Holy. December 24th, 2002. Okay, so she yes. went 18 fucking, almost 18 years ago. Um, 2002, she holy went, shit. She went missing. She was like eight and three and three-fourth months pregnant. Oh, yeah, she was ready. She was platform nine re- and three-quarters. Yeah, she and was ready. Yeah, she was 99 and three quarters <laughs> percent done cooking the baby. Mm, and she was, r- I mean, she was out having, uh, well, the story is, is is that she went missing that morning. And we can talk about the, the details of that. Um, and then about a month later. 
I be- we have done a Lacey Peters, Scott and Lacey Peterson. Did we? Did you guys? Pretty sure here. we covered the facts I of this. That be- was before Melissa. Well, the, I, I mean, I don't think it would have been Peterson Peterson in the first 30 How could episodes? we ignore this case? <laughs> I don't know that we've ever done it. It was from so long ago. I don't know. I mean, well, look, I'll look. I feel like we've it. talked about it because I remember feeling so like this man ago. is guilty. Okay, so look. He made the ink. Then we won't pretend. I can hear myself right now. Look, like, just. Well, now we can have a again, new opinion. If you haven't watched, if, if you're not super familiar with the Scott and Lacey uh, Peterson uh, case, okay, then. Um, I, I would say go watch that show. That's good. You can pause us and you can go watch the show Lacey or whatever. Peterson, yeah, Who Killed Lacey Peterson, I believe is what it's called. It's on Hulu. Um, watch Tickled and that and then just fucking, <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do. Don't Burn your eyes. Together. Crawl into a hole. Yeah. yeah. Spread it out. Spread go it climb out. a tree that gets watch blown over by the, by the wind. Um, but yeah, it's, <laughs> I, okay, so um, she went missing and then it was a month or so later, she, her body washed up. Um, he was the only suspect that ever uh, was was arrested or detained or looked into or anything. Uh, there were never any other official suspects by the police, but this show kind of lays out the idea that there could have been. Um, okay, a little more in depth of that is yeah. that she went, so she goes missing, Modesto, California, on December 24th. Um, Scott Peterson went fishing that morning, and he went to the San Francisco Bay area. Right. Okay. She is found in the San Francisco Bay. Uh, I don't know if it's three months. Again, I don't know. It was sometime in 2003. It, it was, was like it was in January. January. It was in January of the, the following year. So like a month, a month to six, let's say six to nine weeks later, she her body is found. Um, so right off the bat, let's just take that because that's one piece of evidence that the police say is something that should have never been disclosed. Oh, they yeah. said that Scott it's Peterson, his it's his total alibi. And, you know, I, I, I talk about this because I, I swear we did do an, a podcast on it, but, Might have. but w- whether or not we did, I believe that Scott Peterson was 127% guilty oh, yeah. of killing Lacey. Me too. Just um, from news from there then. were alternate theories back then that were in place that suggested that a satanic cult took her mm-hmm. because she was a pregnant woman. And, um, because I hadn't gone through you know, the horrifying trenches of child sex trafficking at and that point in my life. Yeah. I laugh that theory away. Yeah, you're like, that wouldn't happen. That sounded like the most uh, <laughs> insane, asinine yeah. theory that a person could present for this woman's disappearance. Well, that's disappearance. what the court thought, too. Like, they wouldn't even bring that into the courtroom. Absolutely. They had, in the documentary, there is suspicion of that. Yes. But now knowing what I know about, you know, satanic ritual abuse and these kinds of things, and knowing that it's far more common than than you would think yeah i think it's totally plausible that she was there because oh there was God. the robbery that took place yes that morning and people say that Lacey was confrontational and that she would have gone over there to those robbers and, and tried to them. say something to them her um, neighbors were out of town on vacation right mm-hmm. that's who was getting robbed but you had the idea that the the robbery could have actually been a front for people taking mm-hmm. uh pregnant women or babies oh baby, yeah baby well, snatchers that's or in the the fifth episode or whatever it has that other pregnant lady that was pregnant right around yes. the same time as Lacey Peterson. Yes. And she was being followed by those creepy people mm-hmm. in the car. And she actually was at her place of business. And mm-hmm. she said there was this car watching her outside of her shop yeah, for several so she hours. Got people to help her. And then they were coming into the store and she said, I knew they were coming for me. 
and I went and put myself in the back room mm-hmm. and called the police. Yeah. And that was a week before Lacey Peterson's disappearance. Yeah, that's in really the same scary. area. And there were other other pregnant women who had yep. had possible kidnapping attempts. Ugh, that's so crazy. So the the plausible God. nature of of just that is there, but the police should not have disclosed right away that Scott went to the San Francisco Bay because if someone did take Lacey, they could drop her off right there. And they, they have now planted her where he was last seen. And so it's quite brilliant. So that is one of the biggest flaws of the case is that the police revealed his alibi um, Mm. among several others, but it's, yeah, that would bite him in the ass. Well, I remember when the case actually happened, I remember thinking it was weird because they said that's where her body was found or like her Mm -hmm. torso or whatever. Yep. And, I remember thinking it was weird at the time because I was like, wouldn't they have searched that area completely? You know, like, yeah. how would it just suddenly appear? But then they said, like, because of the ocean. And, and she was weighted water. down and it yeah. took a month for they her waited. body to yeah. right. break they away from its anchors. They had theory about how he made, like, four anchors. So, and let's talk. And so, let's so talk about the evidence against him real quick. Let's, let's do. Let's talk about evidence against Scott. Okay. And then, or let's say at least portrayed in the media. Right. And then let's talk about counter evidence th- to suggest that either that was only perpetrated okay. by the media right um and the counter evidence to support why he did not do it so 100%. um like you said well, that was one of the things that they convicted scott of was the idea that because Lacey's body was found missing the head and its limbs it would be God, much creepy. in the way that if it was weighed down in that way it would have then separated apart, over time yeah. exactly Blech. um and Scott did have a cement anchor. Oh, that's right. For his boat. And then and they were saying he had more. They, he said that he only made one cement anchor. The media and everybody who had searched his house said, due to the rings on this table, looks like you made more. And so even me, again, I'm like, he made fucking five anchors. <laughs> there they are. There's the rings, like coffee, you know, rings on a coffee table from from uh, a stain um but he didn't he only made one and he actually said that he took the remaining cement and dumped it in the dirt near his driveway (laughs) and which means there probably wasn't even to soak up the to to soak up the water to soak up the mud puddles and nancy grace and she was one of the people too she even went back and looked at his house and fucking by jove right there yep and cement but she yep. never stated that. She, she never stated it on his show. Yep. She and never so backtracked and said, oh, these I was are wrong. the ways that the media has right. uh, aided this conviction <laughs> of Scott Peterson. Boy. I didn't even get to the rings. The reason I thought he was guilty was the affair. I was like, right. Oh. And let's let's kind of talk about that, too, as it kind of came out after his wife uh, was missing that he had had an affair. Um, was ha- had a, a girlfriend and had said some very sketchy things to this girl. Well, but it didn't just come out. Amber Fry, which is the mistress, the right. girlfriend, yeah, decided forward. to cooperate with the police because she had seen clips of Scott, uh, his face, in the mm-hmm. newspaper. And she was like, holy shit. This? <laughs> hold on. Scott Peterson? The? The Scott? The Scott Peterson? Okay, that My guy looks boyfriend? like the same guy. They have the no same way. name. Wait, but he said his wife and him were getting a divorce. That, can't, that doesn't this check out. That's, the first yeah. It's got to be a different guy. All wife. three facts. Yeah. So anyways, Amber Fry, she, she is dating uh, Scott Peterson at the time. And it was a fairly new relationship. Um. But she decides to cooperate with the police because she sees this and she's like, uh, well, <laughs> he, yeah, yeah, same dude, but 
here's the thing. He told me that his wife had just recently died and that this was going to be the first Christmas without her. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a little interesting, don't little you guys think? You guys want to look into that? Or? That's why I thought he was guilty. Yeah. No big deal. Or? And, yeah. and when you, hmm. when you and look at... And, and sorry, not to move on, but that's what I'm talking about when I say the coincidences. Right. Yeah. That's what I was going case. to say. It's 100%. either Scott... Can you even believe that you lied to her and told her this lie and it came fucking true? <laughs> yeah. Even he's probably like, are you fucking yeah, kidding me? Yeah, you've got like the worst luck ever. God damn it. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I was just trying to have I could have said I was inheriting a million dollars and that could have happened instead. But that's what I mean by coincidence. Yeah. So anyways, go ahead with no, I was just, No, that was exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say, as you go through this case, you look at it and you go, there is no reason uh, clearly, this man is an idiot and and killed his wife. He was cheating on her. He left her Christmas morning. Nobody does so, Christmas Eve morning. Like nobody does this I, shit. He goes I, fishing where she's found. Yeah, but and I feel bad. I don't mean to like just keep taking the reins on this. Go ahead. No, I want. Case. I love. I love. Um, you know so much about this. This but is your. I, I just. This let is me your give golden you, let me state give you, <laughs> killer. Let me give you a little bit more of a linear um, timeline, real quick. Okay. okay, Christmas morning, Lacey goes to walk the dog. Named Mackenzie. The Kay. Christmas Eve morning. Christmas Eve morning. Yeah. Christmas Eve morning. What did I say? Christmas morning. The wrong answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to make sure because it, it, uh, was it Christmas or was it cr- was it Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve or yeah, Christmas? Yeah, it was Christmas it, Eve. December 24th. Christmas yes. Eve morning. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you the date. The date. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways, she's walking the dog named Mackenzie. Um, the dog comes back. It's around 10:14 or something. The neighbor says that she finds the dog, but the gate is open and the dog has the leash on. This is also something that she says was not uncommon. There were several times that she had found the dog with the leash in that way and put just sim- simply put her back in the yard. Um, many people think that that's the time that Lacey would have gone missing or that the dog came home from a walk. Um, but the alternate theory would suggest that when the police came back, the gate was open again. Mm-hmm. So someone had to leave the gate again. And if Scott was at the marina, who d- the neighbor didn't go back over and yeah, open, open the, the gate. gate and say, well, right. yeah. Right. Um, and also to, to, to the evidence of, and people talking about the anchors, um, Scott's attorneys, and I think they should have done this even more so, but proved that it would have capsized his boat, not only to just throw. Oh, yeah, well, but they anchors. did do that. They went out and they had right. someone film that video and they said that they was not um, admissible in court. Right. So that was another, that's another thing is what, that, and while, and while, but before we go through that, so okay. I just want to, I want to do a little bit more of this, uh, linear explaining. So yeah, for she sure. goes missing Chris, Christmas Eve. Um, Scott is out at San Francisco Bay. He gets a receipt. He calls Lacey. These are all things that sound like what a killer does yeah, to right, create totally. and yeah. establish a perfect hey, alibi. Hey, just checking on you. Hey, babe. I'm going? at the marina. The it's Sanford. right now 1035 a.m. <laughs> I'm exactly is your husband, 88 Scott miles away I am driving 52 <laughs> miles per hour. Uh, I'm nowhere near you and could possibly have not s- been near I'm you. I'm going to hurry home because I need to do some laundry <laughs> and clean the kitchen. Right. So, you know, Scott is, he's doing that. But before he does that, he stops by his office and he looks up some shit about maybe like hooking up a printer. Putting it's together, something, yeah, something. It's something stupid and oh, yeah, mundane trivial. like that, right? Um, not how to get rid of a body, not. <laughs> and also that uh, in the morning, there are searches on the computer for a sunflower umbrella. Lacey loves sunflowers. 
And so, you know, either Scott, who must have been smart enough to fake this, which I don't. I think Scott's a dummy. Yeah. I think no. he's a he huge probably didn't fucking even know Lacey, like, frat boy dummy. Honestly. I'm so sorry, Scott. But, and and but you know what? Dummy. To your to your credit. To your credit. To I your don't think you were smart enough to kill <laughs> to your wife. Innocent off. credit. Yes. You're a yes. fucking dummy. Yes. Believe it or yeah. not. This well, is at least favorite. you were back then. Maybe you've read some books in 18 years and you're yeah. doing better. But back yeah. then, <laughs> you couldn't have pulled this off. So there's another piece of evidence to suggest that Lacey was alive that morning mm-hmm. when Scott was gone. Right. Um, anyhow, Lacey goes missing. Scott doesn't know she's gone. He's only called her, comes home, washes his clothes. Also seems fucking suspicious, yeah, right? I forgot too. about that. I was, I was joking. No, he really no, does. The laundry, Jesus no, he does. Christ. He comes home, <laughs> immediately washes his clothes. He says he warms up some pizza that they had on the counter. And, um, I guess he kind of starts to realize that she's gone. So that's kind of when the police get involved. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so let's let's fast forward. Lacey goes missing. Scott does a whole bunch more sketchy things like order the porn channel, um, you know, and he and sell Lacey's car and, and all these kinds of things and avoid the media. He yeah. doesn't want he doesn't do that whole like. I'm just a husband who wants, yeah. you know, Bring his wife, wife back, back and yeah. my son. Right. And as you first watch it. You're like, this dude's a cold, heartless killer. Fucking murderer. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you go, well, if I watch it like a dude who at this point is the only one who knows he's dating Amber Fry. Mm-hmm. Seems like a guy who doesn't want them to find out he's cheating on his wife. Pregnant wife. And and that's more what it seems. Yeah. Right. Because he so kept if the you lie going with Amber the whole time. Exactly. And now totally. suddenly it's true. Yeah. And he's even thinking like, oh, my God, I could have told her anything. I could have told her anything. Yeah. I could have told her that she joined a band of polka playing musicians <laughs> and moved a f- tour fucking Europe. You know what I mean? <laughs> anything. And maybe that would have come true. <laughs> that would have been But awesome. that she died, it's just so in line with what he told Amber, the mm. mistress. So anyways, like I said, he does all this sketchy shit. And then even later, they catch him down by the border, bleached hair, his brother's ID... Gone. $35,000 in cash. I mean... The the fucking guilty dude. Hiking equipment, camping equipment. He's literally... It looks... Oh, near the border of Mexico, by the way. Yeah, yeah, He's just running away to Mexico. It was Everything points to I am fleeing 101. Yeah, the starter kit, as they say. (laughs) It was all the things. (laughs) I mean, all he was missing was like the polka dot (laughs) handkerchief on the stick. You know what I mean? Like, I'm leaving. A fake mustache over his regular one. <laughs> right. What? No, I'm I'm Scob Peterson. <laughs> what? Scob? <laughs> My God. But yeah, he was, he was, so, you're right. Everything about this dude was, was saying this guy fucking killed his wife. Yes. Except the evidence pointing to this guy killing his wife. And even then, there were, there were reports of, that the media put out in the very early days saying the house smelled of bleach when we went in right. this was not true yeah nobody could confirm that was it. that never happened right the media lies no the me yes so you know those kinds of details which are the things that led me to make an assumption like bro why does your house smell like bleach mm-hmm. bro why'd you wash your clothes why'd you make five anchors that mm-hmm. fit perfectly on all your wife's appendages that you're going to sink into the lake like a fucking oh mobster God. bro why'd you order the porn porn channel <laughs> Porringe. <laughs> Porb. Porn. Porf. Bro, why'd you sell our car? Why'd you have a mistress? 
why did you do these things? Right. But you know what? I and and as much as they all line up, they're either coincidence or he's a killer. And I hate to say it, but I think they're coincidence. Well, and 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 when you look at the evidence as to why first the last of, two episodes is what we're talking yeah, about. And now we're referencing this series, which this I series. do think you guys should watch. Yeah, it's, it's a really fucking good great. I really do. But you can also see how. And and I think this is one of the dangers is that um, first of all the, the just like most of these trials that are played out in in the in the public eye the jury was a fucking wreck people getting uh, let off the jury and clearly people being brought in oh, and all brought bi- bias openly all biased bias. now again how do you form an unbiased jury if the media has only lambasted him as being guilty since day one I mean this is something you could not avoid I mean unless you were getting somebody who was living under a rock they didn't know so about Lacey Peterson let's take this as an extreme metaphor okay the first four episodes of this series are basically the only facts that we were ever given right yeah, in the media. The, the media narrative. Yep. And what do you Lots feel until Grace. you get to the last two episodes that mm-hmm. he is 100% guilty? Oh, right. yeah. And the last two episodes are all the stuff that they admitted from... Facts. Is that the right word? Omitted. Omitted, excuse me. Omitted from court. Mm-hmm. Which are the things that make us have the reasonable doubt. Yeah. Right. And that's why I feel like if those would have been presented, oh, at yeah, least no people would have... Well, yeah. even before that, remember there was the one guy who left the jury and he was on Larry King or something. And Larry King asked him if he would convict Scott Peterson. This is before the trial was yes. over. And he was like, no, I wouldn't convict him. Right. Yeah. Like, even he was like, no, and I'm he not said, oh, and, and he said, explain to us. Oh, that was the afterwards. That was the jury foreman after and, he was and convicted. And he said, explain to us how you think that he did it. And he said, oh, we don't know how he did it. And they're like, that's your job. You're the jury. <laughs> how do you think he did you it? You have to come up with a theory. Yeah. You convicted a person and you don't even they, have a theory didn't. on how he did it. Because even with the jury, the jury was undivided at the end. Right. Yes. right. And then they had to bring in the other people. Right. I mean, they look. The jury so, was like corrupt in my mind. Yeah. The one girl that strawberry shortcake, you know, she very much had a vendetta um, and wanted him to pay. And I think that, like you pointed out, Melissa, it was also an after and side effect of the OJ trial. Oh, yeah. That comes up a lot in the documentary, yes. too. The first episodes, because they're always yes. like, well, OJ got away. And that was the whole thing. Scott OJ got away, away. And it was like this, but we're going to get this guy. Yeah, total and, and in addition this to that. This wife killer's not getting away. But let's also be fair. This woman was also nine months pregnant. So they looked at this as 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 not only killing a, um, a, a, a woman, wife, but, but this, baby. you killed a baby. Yeah. And his body. So she, when they found her body, she washed so, up. And this she is was, counter evidence. This right. is why this is. Yeah, let's she talk was about a tor- she was essentially a torso and he washed up separately. Um, and one of the things that that had been noted. Well, they were just found separately. Right. Found separately. Uh, sure. Um, but one of the one of the things that had been noted was that it appeared that he had. And, and can you was it twine around his neck? He had twine around his neck and a piece the of black baby. electrical tape on his ear, which was actually oh, like so holding creepy. it down. So we are kind of jumping ahead in 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 like major facts and but theories, I, but but, but yeah. So that means she might have had the baby before uh, she was killed, though. Or there's the theory, which is okay. So Scott's sister-in-law, which is if you you know watch this series, you're gonna be familiar with her quite a bit because she is kind of the head of this Scott is innocent mm-hmm. group, 
And these women will get together and talk about why it couldn't be possible and the times of the neighbors and when they p- people who saw her on her morning route walking the dog mm-hmm. and that it lined up perfectly. Um, putting her alive while Scott was fishing. Because in my mind, if Scott Peterson did kill her, he killed her the night before. That was always my theory. Yeah. Loaded it the was that she was dead the night before. And he t- yes, 100%. Um, but other things are sorry for that lip smack that I did. <laughs> all we'll you smack listeners are like together. fuck, bitch. <laughs> but um, you know, for all of you guys listening, there were a couple things like when Scott was taking his boat out to the marina that m- morning to go fishing, same day that she would have been presumed missing, or that the jury would have believed that he placed her body because it is and it coincidence, daylight. you guys. Yeah. Right. She. What do you mean she was found where you went fishing? Right. Yeah. You're either so fucking dumb or you, it's a huge coincidence. And who go, and like you said, who the fuck leaves their wife on Christmas Eve morning to go fishing? Yeah. See, that always pissed me off, but now I understand. But now you know their marriage was lazy. pretty much over. He was having an affair. But, I think the love had Right. Gone. So it, it made sense in his actions. He also uh, did not he he had told people at a, at a bir- there's like audio of him saying that he didn't really want kids at the time. Right. So you know that's also fueling my he's guilty fire, you know. Doesn't oh, want the yeah. baby. Right, right. 100%. Yeah. He's his fucking oh, wife on Christmas. Oh, got a mistress. You know, and later we would come to say this is shades of Chris Watts. We would uh-huh. s- we would say those things, right? Yeah. Because they have that whole men and man in his 30s annihilates his family. It's like a Good lord. It's a psychological thing that they talk about that. Nah. It's a statistic. Ah. of men in their 30s that will do that but anyways so scott takes his boat out to the marina right the same place that she later washes up but everybody out there says that they never saw a body right and it would have been during the day like and, right. daylight. and if the and if he had and again and she was what five two they say a hundred two and pregnant a uh, pregnant so 120 so maybe some hundred, odd pounds maybe, maybe 150 maybe 150 pregnant. pounds limp dead weighted body now right which looks like a body yeah you're gonna see it's it. in the back of your truck you got to get that into your boat yeah then the you got to get five <laughs> five anchors so now you're you've yeah, got no you way. plus 150 pounds plus whatever those anchors weigh times exactly five. and and scott has a very small it's kind a, of it's aluminum, aluminum fishing boat, fishing it's, boat. A fishing it's a dinghy right it's a dinghy yeah it's a dinghy <laughs> it's a it's got a little mean yeah it is it's just for fishing but that's so what it's for yeah. the defense actually goes out and they have these videos of a person um simulating the weight with the anchors scott's size and the boat capsizes every fucking time <laughs> that they try to throw this body over this oh you know this quote fingers body right, right. um but and in the addition pro- but that never is allowed into court right right so and much was left out of the courtroom. Right. And it just even in the whole addition last two episodes, right? Yeah. Of all this counter evidence, it, it would suggest that, look, nobody can either say how he did it or how he didn't do it. Right. But there is enough to say we are not sure. At the very least, that's all anybody can say about this case. Right. I am not actually sure. And I want to know, like, and I'm, I'm assuming because they, 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 if they would have asked these questions, then there would have been better lawyers. But nobody asked. So, so excuse me, person who saw Scott Peterson drive by at the marina or saw him pull his boat in. Did you ever once see him pull a body out of his truck and go from his truck to his boat with a... a sh- nobody... Right. There was no yeah. time for right. that. Also, he was you supposed know, to have driven with her body in the back of this truck all the... Like, 90-minute drive to this marina. He wasn't going to go anywhere closer. He, he had her in the truck this whole time or... I, I mean... Gets her a seat. Gets a receipt. And again, that sounds more like... If somebody else were taking care of it for him, yeah. right. you know, like I've got my alibi yeah, over here, yeah. right? 
you know, I had nothing to do with her kidnapping, but mm-hmm. I, none of this seems like, like I said, it, before I just thought he was an asshole, cold hearted. <laughs> you did this and mm-hmm. you're just, yeah. you won't admit to it. But the more I look at it, I'm like, he's so dumb. He's so dumb. He's so dumb. Right. I think it's he's a victim of coincidence and being a dumb cheater yeah. idiot. And when, and yeah. when people saw that and they saw that here was a guy who killed this pregnant woman and their <laughs> and this innocent child and yep. dumped them like trash in the marina right. from his fishing boat because like you said of course it how of well that's all the facts we know she yep. right so like he was labeled a monster like mm-hmm. you said you're a fucking well and then monster. there was all those those pictures like you know of Lacey alone at the christmas party pregnant like sitting there smiling alone while Scott was at, then they have the they have the pictures of him with Amber him Fry Amber, yeah. at the other oh Christmas God. party, and they're like, "Here he is, leaving his pregnant wife to go to a Christmas." And I still feel that way. I'm like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, it's still a jerk move for sure. Do you belong in jail? By no, the, but, the, but let's you, point this out. He actually you, his he went and found a girlfriend that had a kid. I know. He's a, he's a weird. Well, he wasn't going to marry the, well, the right, massage right. therapist <laughs> mistress. Come on. This is. Wait, hold on. So he wasn't oh. going to leave his wife for this lady, is what you're saying? Probably not. I think not. the kids call this a side piece. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, that's what this is. Piece. Yeah. Oh. Right. I think of that well, as just I a. Another, I thought it was when you had a piece pie of pie next yes, to your, see, next to your like, dinner. This is a food thing for me. Yeah. yeah. Side piece. <laughs> you mean like a dessert? Yes, I'll have yeah, my dinner and pie like at the same dessert. time. A side piece. Yeah. See. Yeah. We don't. We we're not <laughs> familiar. But I think that opens up a new level of stuff that was never ever discussed about this case. Is obviously their marriage is over. Things are falling apart. She's about to have a baby. He might have just thought she up and left him. Do you think that? Because he was having think, an affair. Do you think obviously Lacey, he wasn't a oh, good hun- husband? Yes. Now it wasn't like I said. Very early stages of this affair. I don't believe that he had any other affairs because no other women came forward. They could and have been I, ashamed. <sighs> It seems like that, but it seems like I, he might I go feel for the like it would only type. support him killing his wife. Yeah, right. Yeah. You would you would want to come forward and say I too had an affair with him. Yeah, he he like I said he's been on death row for thirteen years. That's plenty of time for someone to come forward yeah, and say and be like oh, all you people the conspiracy theorists that think he's innocent. I slept with him too. <laughs> he had three girlfriends. How long was he? How long were they married? Do you, can we remember? Um, a long time, wasn't it? Like I don't eight years. Oh, I don't know. These are all questions because I just I wonder how much time they really did have together. I, maybe maybe two years before they had a baby. Right. So, I mean, maybe they were married three. I want to, you know, say maybe the like first three. Th- first year and a half things were great. And then when she started wanting to be the mom and he didn't want that, he I wanted just don't to think he wanted else. to settle down. He yeah. was a, a like I like I said, I call him a frat boy, but he had that that way about Playboy. him of he yeah. wanted to just mm-hmm. go play golf do his oh thing i think that him calling his girlfriend from his missing wife right let's and let's talk about the visual. shit that he did for a second that was really that would, super again, sketchy uh, solidify the undeniably idea this guy guilty. you got you're a fucking murderer but you are 100 percent a piece of shit that's so for he sure. cheated on his wife clearly he had a girlfriend clearly but during the time that she was missing he was still trying to play both sides so and it was actually new year's eve that the candlelight vigil so again, was held. See, she goes missing december 24th yes uh this is this is new year's eve so yep. a week later yep a week later in that time they're having the candlelight vigil for lacy 
And Scott, who again still doesn't think that Amber knows, but now at this point, Amber has cooperated with police and she is recording all of her phone calls. Right. Good for you, Amber. I like that she yes, did that. Yes, she is recording. That's how we have all this evidence is because mm-hmm. she has worked with the police. So you can find this phone call. It's super cringe. Um, but Scott calls From Amber Paris. and tells her that he's at this Paris fireworks celebration. He's like, the fireworks are so beautiful. He invents friends that are there with him. Like, I'm here with Pascal. Yeah. Pascal. I know they yeah. Have Pasquale. <laughs> bring me some sangria. It's, like and he was he's trying to think of a French name and couldn't think of one. <laughs> he's at his wife's candlelight vigil. Uh, calling his girlfriend. Calling his dang. girlfriend. So I don't know. I have no idea. They were no married idea. for five years, by the oh, way. Oh, okay. They got married in 1997. Nice. Thank you for looking that up, Melissa. You know what's you know what's also funny too is that like in his mind it was night in Paris too. I know. Like, <laughs> I didn't even think about time that zone. Shit. Yeah. I fucking hated it. Hey, hey, listen. I'm sorry. Is it late there? No, it's Wednesday morning. You fucking twat. You fucking idiot. What time is it there? 10 p.m. Here too. Weird. They call it lay 10 here. (laughs) It's French. Hold on. We're doing the countdown. I can't. I don't know what four is. Bye. Also, it's just like a fucking bazaar there. It's New Year's in Paris. And he he doesn't have any background noise. Yeah. In two in the 2000s when cell phones were shit. (laughs) Hey, I'm calling you from. This is a seven hundred and forty-three thousand dollar phone call. <laughs> right? Oh, hi. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, yeah, hi. Distance charges. Is it four a.m. there? What is it? <laughs> my cell phone. So no, stupid. I went to Australia in two thousand six, and my cell phone didn't even work over there. Oh yeah, it's not going to. Oh my God. You know, phone. I don't even thought of that shit. <laughs> oh my God, the time zone thing is just fantastic. Oh it's it's this is proving what a dumb dumb Scott he is. is. They're eight hours ahead. Paris is so it's four. Like like. Oh my we are god! Totally proving <laughs> his dumb dumb case. I. You what, what time is it there? I'm in Paris. <laughs> oh my god! It's I met tomorrow. All these, I'm here with my French friends. This We're is having crepes. Hi Miguel. <laughs> We're having crepes. Crepes. Creepies. <laughs> Creepies. Oh my god. We so have creepies for breakfast. They're you're great. damn right you do, Scott. <laughs> I love French food. So I mean, honestly, everything this guy does is like, how can I make myself appear more guilty <laughs> about my wife's disappearance? I know. <laughs> you look like a total Let ass. me let me do th- Hold my beer. <laughs> Hold my porn channel. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> so uh. hell. He is you know, and that's the thing is, so I don't know if this guy, he's guilty of being a liar. He's guilty of being an asshole. Yes. He's yes. guilty of being a cheater. Yes. I don't know that he's guilty of murder. Well, let's get to the reason that sold me was the um, the handwritten note from the uh, postman who went to their ah. house and delivered the mail. And mm-hmm. the, the note didn't get scanned into the evidence for some reason because back then scanners were crap. And so yep. they'd miss every other paper. Mm-hmm. And his time frame, the dog would always bark at him. Mackenzie, yes. he knew the dog because he always and barked delivered every the mail. Day, like he barked said, every day. Every day. And when he dropped off the mail... And he had to log what time he dropped off the mail mm-hmm. and the dog wasn't there. Because it's all an electronic thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And so he has to keep track. And then 
the other thing that won me over was the lady who put the dog in the yard and then all the witnesses about her taking the dog on the walk yep. because mm-hmm. they all line up. And again, that's what I brought up earlier when I was saying, this is what I'm referencing when I'm talking about the gate mm-hmm. is that the neighbor would have said, and I apologize if my time frame is not exact, but I do believe it was like 10, 14 a.m. Yeah. Danny is under oath. The, 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 Every the neighbor. podcast we do, we that's swear her in. My whole life, I'm like, am I telling the truth? Am I 100% honest? It was, hold on. It, I may not be right. It was 10 fucking 14 in the morning. The weather was it was partly 84. cloudy, overcast, but beautiful she Christmas. Had, I think it was her. She had a receipt or something from the store that she yes. had just been at. Yes. So she knew exactly what time it was. Yes. So her time frame from the receipt matched up with the postman's time frame from when he dropped yes. off the mail. Yep. As being the dog was in the yard and then the dog got taken out again to go on the walk. And, and exactly. Again, and then everyone saw her on the walk, but they wouldn't admit now, any of that. Now, let's, the let's and, and hold on before. Let me just let me just reiterate Please. this one more time is that that's the thing about the gate is that if. OK, the neighbor put her back. Mm-hmm. The dog had the leash on her, was wandering out. Mm-hmm. The neighbor closes the gate. If Mackenzie had come back from a walk and Lacey had already been taken and that's why the leash was the way it was, Mm -hmm. then she should have been in the yard, right? Yeah. But when they come back, um, and like you said, the postman has the time, the gate is actually open. Mm -hmm. And no dog. So, and no dog. Right. And But I think Scott finds her there later again with her leash in that same way. Because again, it was not something that was strange for her to walk around with Mm -hmm. her leash like that or the gate to be open. She was kind of a community wanderer. But the gate had been reopened since the neighbor put Mm -hmm. the dog back in the yard. Right. And Scott was at the marina. Right. And, And let's just talk about that for a second, okay? So any of the sightings, any of the sightings that uh, anybody anybody saw her on a walk, eliminate Scott. Scott was gone yeah. for the day. Right. He didn't come back. The idea isn't that that she went out for a walk and Scott came back and, and lugged her into the car and then the dog was shooed away and then he killed her in the car. Most people would say, like you, that she was dead in the morning right. when he left. Yep. If he killed her, that's how it was supposed to be. There wouldn't have been a walk. Right. The dog would have just been left or whatever and right. Scott would have... I don't know what he would have done. My theory was that, yes, that, and another thing to support that is that um, he always said that she woke up every day and watched the Martha Stewart show. And that day they said, oh, well, what was she, what was she watching? And and he said they were talking about like lemon meringue or something. And, and they were like, oh, really? And so they go back and watch the episode and sure enough, that was what was on. So, right. And so once he left and he then went to his office and went from the office to the marina or whatever, there was no time he would have come back mm-hmm. and been able to kill her, Mm-mm. right? So the idea was she, that if he would have done this, and again, the jury never proved any of this. They never went mm-hmm. down any of this. No lawyers any asked any of these questions. Who looked up the sunflower umbrella thing None while of he this was shit. gone? Who, you know, those asked. kinds right. of things. So, so if if she was dead, she was dead when he left. He wouldn't have kind of had time to come back and kill her. That's 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 fact one. Yes. So which means that all of the people that said that they saw her on the walk either saw somebody different or were lying. And none of those people, even though they all talked to police, none of those people were ever questioned a second time by lawyers, the prosecution, the defense. Nobody came and talked right. to these people again. The idea awful. that those people, that she was seen after alive, 
by multiple people after he left that morning was never brought up in court. And like I you think said, Melissa, it was on her route. Insane. There were people that could that said ISR at this point, yep. this point, this yep. point, which would follow her typical Literally route. Literally, yep. people placed her all the way around this which, park. And I don't know if, if that would suggest that she completed the walk and came back around and saw those dudes outside her house, which were the robbers, mm-hmm. right. confronted them, or they took her because there was another piece of evidence oh, that someone said. with the van? Yes, that he believed that he passed a van that was allowing a pregnant woman to pee on the side of the road. And it looked like she was being like, Held uh, up, like ha- handled in a way of like two dudes were with her, like wouldn't let her. And didn't like another witness her. see her and them arguing outside of the house? Yeah. Well, she was seen twice, right? Well, she was seen on this. If I'm not mistaken. That was her confronting the bird. I, I thought somebody I, saw her on the, the street deal. confronting them. I well. don't know if someone, like I said, people believe that would it would be Lacey's nature because that's who she was as a person to right. go confront them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she did. I can't tell you that honestly. I but there was the report about someone the seeing band. a pregnant woman peeing yeah, on the side of the road. Yeah. And now the thing about this, and let's let's talk about this real quick, is because at the time when all of this went down, we hadn't been down um, some of the rabbit holes that we covered earlier. Uh, some of the the like we said this, we talked about this, the idea of satanic ritual oh, yeah, abuse, and, and right. It wasn't really period. something that we had talked about. Yeah. So if you look into it, when you look into this, the 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 satanic holidays. Christmas is a huge satanic holiday, right? Well, December 25th and that same day, or was it the same day or the same or that same week? Uh, the woman, a woman was, was, we talked about this earlier. Oh, did we? Cause I was just going to say yeah. like, lady who was followed. Right. Yeah, we, yeah. The, uh, it was one week prior, one week prior. Yeah. So yes. maybe they, you know, maybe the idea that they were that keeping they eyes were on, keeping eyes on. but and again, was that out. was only, that was like a, I mentioned this, <laughs> Where, did you go somewhere? No, no. I just <laughs> okay. while we were <laughs> talking <laughs> about this, I yeah, to maybe you were looking around. up to see if we did do another podcast. Yeah, I may have and been. I was no, I I couldn't find one that because this would have been. I just the cannot main believe focus. that we would ever not. And talk I, about we Scott we went Pearson. through and we. Are you I, sure it's not like it's in? I looked up some of those ones we did, and it was like we did the ones that were about the ships. We did the one like about see, Mara I swear Murray. We, did. we talked about it and put it in with like another case. Maybe. Like it wasn't a whole. Because I know we talked about um, Jody we Arias, and I know we, we talked about, about it. Me. It wasn't with me. And if if it wasn't with you, I mean, we it would have been. It would have been before fifty. 30, 35 episodes, and I don't think we. Anyways, did. I don't know. It's anyways. What was I? Do you remember what I was saying before this? We were talking about the the, the, van, the van, the witnesses, the lady. Right. Uh, following the remember. pregnant people. Oh, well, oh, 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 fact, oh yeah, that's right. It. That it was among multiple yeah. attempts on kidnap, kidnapping. Oh, attempts. yeah, because there were the other pregnant women too. That, yes. So uh, that's why I they feel said, like it's like a maybe a new like learning how to like sell kids on the black market gang mm-hmm. or some bullshit. You, you know, know they don't really know <sighs> what they're doing. Here's my only thing with this, and th- this is one thing I will say. I am not sure why then. Um we ever found Lacey and Connor's body. Right. If that was the case, it, I will. The one strange part of all of this is if it was a satanic cult or whoever took Lacey, uh, why did we find her body? And if that supports the satanic cult, there was one more piece of information where there were two guys who were part of this robbery that took place in that, uh, Cold oh, yeah, sat went to jail or something. That uh. went to jail, and they were having a conversation that was clearly being monitored because it's jail. <laughs> but, <laughs> Again, I mean, super smart fuck. criminals. 
<laughs> that's what jail is. They monitor every it's call. Monitoring you for your life. So anyways, they are talking about it and he said something about Lacey and the one dude says We don't talk about We that. don't talk about that because this we don't talk about the pregnant girl or something because these calls are being monitored. Oh yeah, and then the the one guy got questioned, and he said, "I I didn't do that to the pregnant I, I woman." I didn't. Or I didn't have anything to do with the pregnant girl. Yeah. Yes, and he was not prodded about it. He just he just said blurted it. it out. I think there was something. They asked him about the robbery, right? And then he was like, "I yes. didn't do anything with the pregnant lady." Yes. I so you know I think killing her over a a mediocre robbery of the area is a stupid thing, but I can't explain to you why anyone else would dump her body. Yeah, well, the Satanist would take like, the baby as yeah. creepy as that all is. Ugh. And I, you know, same with traffickers. Right. Well, well, unless when they grab this lady, they didn't expect it to be the biggest case in America. Right. They yeah, just, it might be too much attention. You know, maybe. I mean, not every not every woman that gets snatched off the streets becomes something that Nancy Grace covers. So maybe once the the heat started getting on him, they go, we got to get rid of this body because everybody's looking for her. They think the husband did I, I mean, yeah, but I, putting put it, it in the, the San Francisco was. Bay where he is, which, uh, look, if you are the perpetrator, it's, it's genius. And I'm not giving any credit to that because it's an awful thing. But yeah. I just feel like we've never had to work. And again, this is a very, I don't know how to put this, but. I don't mean it in a derogatory way, but we've never found other bodies of people and babies who get taken into sex trafficking. Like, right. it doesn't seem to be a worry of theirs. Right. That's the only way I can put it. And so it's like it that doesn't really scream yeah. to me as motive. Like, we have to get rid of this lady. Hmm. That seems more like you would call attention to who handled her. Right. Yeah. Um, it, it to me, right. when you yeah, really look weird. at it with mm-hmm. the facts, it does seem like maybe just some robbery dudes. Who were like, we gotta dump this body. Let's put her where. Oh, the new the that's that guy. That's his yeah. her wife. Let's right. put her here and get rid of the body. That seems like why someone got rid of her. So instead, yeah, yeah. Well, could you I mean, I I don't know that it's this. I don't think it's Satanist. I really think that if it was just as simple as Scott went fishing, he was a cheater. She went on a walk. Those dudes didn't want to get caught for robbery. They killed the the pregnant girl <laughs> and dumped her body in the bay. It could be. And things that are simple are even worse yeah. to me. Right. It's not this elaborate yeah, they tried We want to think that the big. dude that was fucking, for all accounts, <laughs> a murderer <laughs> by his actions, right? Yes. A cold-hearted murderer is the reason that this happened. But if it wasn't, it's just the craziest coincidence I have ever heard of. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, one, I, ca- and, and I keep going back because the, the, as as somebody who has has seen this and then you watch these and you just go well, ask that question ask that fucking question why aren't you asking that question why is nobody asking where i had questions about like did scott ever make any calls to amber like you know when he went out that morning and he had that time at his office right he also wasn't like he didn't <sighs> he really was just like a dumb dick who left his wife on christmas eve to go fishing cuz he didn't leave on christmas to, to go, go fuck see his amber mistress, right he went fishing. And I don't know if he made any calls to her. <laughs> it might have been a morning routine, you know. Yeah, uh, and well, people did say he did that, of course. Remember, but I, you, but didn't, did, wasn't there also the thing that people had said that they didn't know he'd buy a boat? Was that true or was that part of the That well, was the media? part of the media narrative because Lacey actually did know about it. Kay. And they said that she was with him 
when he either picked it up or was there. But some people said that Lacey did not know about the fishing boat, but other people said she clearly knew about the fishing boat. She was with him. Okay. Okay. So there is controversy within that, um, within that as well, that, um, aspect of evidence. Some people said it was a secret fishing boat because he knew he was going to off his wife, oh right? God. Right. What they were painting. <laughs> right. And other people were like, no, Lacey knew about Clearly. it. Clearly. Because they said that he went somewhere like to the storage shed and he had the boat and the manager, she asked the manager if he she could get the keys to use the restroom. Right. When That's she was with Scott. Yeah. And it was he like they're the saying boat. like she, she he knew. had the boat like she asked the dude at the place if she could pee like he saw her there with scott with she was boat. aware right yeah and, and so also it seems like a weird a weird if he if he didn't know that he just comes back him hey, come back from the marina with this surprise boat that you don't know that i had uh i don't know it's it's a fucking weird thing it's a weird I, you know like i said it's enough that i was a person who was right one, if you would have sat me down i i would have been like here's why Right. This fucking guy is absolutely guilty. Oh, that's how I was. Totally. Argue it. Argue yeah. it with me. And and right? Yeah, I totally and you could. guilty. I was like, why are we even watching this? We already know he's guilty. Yep. And then you hear those those counter things and you're like, it's enough to Right. I mean it's enough to know that it wasn't him. <sighs> which I don't really think I, would be smart enough to buy a hitman. I, I really you guys or like I really pay don't someone to do it. Again, I really don't. I can't find but if you pay somebody to do it, guess what? Don't dump the body guy where I paid you. <laughs> That's what I said. I even said that. I said the, o- the other option. I said if Scott was a way to c- generate this alibi with his ticket. Well, and maybe he didn't pay Again, calling his wife like, hey, honey, I'm fishing 88 miles away from you. Yeah. It's, t- you know. But um, why would he have them dump the body yeah, right where he was? Uh, Either right. yeah, so he's dumb or his hitmen are dumb or everybody's <laughs> dumb. But. You know, we did this, we did an episode of the podcast and it was like coincidences or quinky dinks or something, mm-hmm. I think we called it. But it talked about like how, you know, like a baby, like famous coincidences in history where like a baby falls out of a window Somebody on the same dude. It. Oh, yeah. on the same guy. <laughs> yeah. Walking down the street like eight Where's years apart. Yeah. Like Where's something like that. And I don't know, maybe the Scott Peterson case is literally just the biggest coincidence in history <laughs> careful what you wish for scott peterson yeah because yeah. i honestly again going through that as a rational thinker you have to keep going okay but when okay yeah. but how but but you haven't proved how you haven't said okay well he got the body to the marina and then in a marina in daylight around a bunch of people he got this body out of his truck into a boat and then put the boat in the water like nobody's there's no no part of this they don't say so 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 when did he get the you know did they have a garage did he like like in the chris watts case where he could back up and load her body in because he would have to put her body into the either the back of the truck or the seat of the was it a two-seater oh my god or did it have a cab there's a lot of thought like you'd either have to stand in the back of the truck and throw the body into the boat just huck it or pull it out of the truck and carry it like a body and set it down into, <laughs> into the, boat. the boat. And oh again, God. the the guy at the dock looked into Scott Peterson's boat when he arrived right. at the marina and, and said, fishing boat nothing anyway. was in there. Yeah, right. It's not, it doesn't everything. have a lower dock or a deck or anything like that. I don't know, you guys. I and just, nobody I asked really those questions. And there's no evidence of murder like, anywhere. I'm no. Like, no yeah. murder weapon, so no the blood, forensic evidence nothing. is a no-go. And again, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm curious. Do you remember his truck? 
Did it have an extended cab or was it just the two seats in the bed? Oh, I don't remember. Because if it was only the two seater, no, it was a short. It was like a like a crew cab, like where you can have like like my truck is like like the the little. So not a full not a full extended because that would count for four full doors. Right, but it's the kind that have (laughs) like the the little little hatch doors. So he would either have to put her body in the back of his truck and drive it all the way eighty eight miles, or cram it into that little area. Yeah, there's no either way. the boat, the back of the truck, or in the cab. So, and I don't think and that no, it was and in nobody, any of those. Nobody proved any of those things or, or found any evidence. And then he would have to stop with the body of his wife at his office for a while and go inside and set up a printer for an hour. And like you said, get on the guys, internet I don't know. with I his just, wife's body, body in the car. Like I none just, of this broad daylight when dur- anyone on could Christmas see it. Eve morning. So away. you know, for all the reasons I want to hate Scott Peterson because he did. Do some very asshole things. Oh, he's totally an asshole. Oh, he's we a fucking that. But I don't, that. I really don't think, oh, he's I can't, I, I never thought I'd say that. <laughs> I never thought I would say that. But I really don't think Scott Pearson killed his wife. I don't think he did either. Yeah. I don't know what now actually happened to her, he but well, like I said, I, I, the theory might be as simple as what I. I'm kind of mad they didn't go harder after the, um, the prisoners that had that phone call you know question where are those prisoners now and well, why can't we just fucking yeah, go in and go listen them again you're going to tell us what you know about this case well, yeah because it says they sent the recorded phone call to the police mm-hmm, department right yeah wherever scott peterson was and not, nobody has a record of receiving that oh, i imagine that and what well what he needs is and see the lawyer that he got was old garagos and uh i can't who was garagos a, a big clients again because I remember he uh, he he. Oh, Mark Garagos. He was a he he's represented. A good guy, attorney, right? Well, but he he's do. he's also a guy who deals with. He, it's it's a lot about Mark Garagos. He's I good remember. with the he's good with the jur- or the the media. He's a, oh, he's good. Gotcha. He's a t- good TV lawyer. He's like a celebrity. He's lawyer. like so, a Florida lawyer, so isn't he? While he is a good tenacious lawyer and he works and he earns his money, don't come at me, Mark Garagos. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, he probably isn't going to go down like some strange. Theory. Rabbit Michael hole. Jackson's. Oh, maybe he was. Might have been. Renona wow. Ryder comes to mind, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But the point is, is that like, I think there was a lot of lawyering. Oh, Gary Condit. Gary uh, Condit. The oh, uh, what's her name? Yeah, um, I'm getting right to the point where it says his client. Chandra Levy. Remember the Chandra I Levy. Oh, he was the attorney who represented Chris Brown. Ugh. Oh fuck. God. He defended Chris Brown. Yeah. That would have been after. Fuck, bro. After Scott Peterson. Yeah. So he he's kind of he's kind of a, a you know a, a TV a slick TV guy takes high profile cases. Mm-hmm. So you don't want somebody who takes high profile cases. You want a bulldog who digs down in the mud and yeah, fucking. Yeah, you just want a good lawyer. And goes, what though, who was going to take Scott Pearson's case? Right. Every single yeah. person right. thought that that man was guilty. And if you take him, you're an asshole who right. thinks yeah, this guy. That's true. And I think Garagos was like, I I am okay with being an asshole. Right. Right. Especially if I, I win and, and I make notoriety, money. Yeah. Right. And but I think you know what? I I think Garagos genuinely believes and and without breaking his what's the is it code of it's not HIPAA. They that's the hospital <laughs> one. But whatever lawyers can't their code of conduct. Yeah, let's that's say that. Client, uh, he does uh, not attorney believe client privilege. He d- genuinely does not believe that Scott Pearson killed his wife. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, honestly, I again, I can't I can't find y- y- nobody has told me when nobody's told me how nobody has said here is the crime scene where she was killed. That's what I mean. There's no murder evidence. There's no thing. This woman thing. The it, house was all perfectly put together. I, I have to I have to assume that if she was 
you know, if he killed her in the home, I mean, then you go, how does he just put her out and then just takes her body and she just goes to sleep? Was there a struggle? If there was a struggle, how come there wasn't signs of a struggle? If she had died at the house, wouldn't her, wouldn't there have been fluids or something that would have come out of her body? Yeah, I mean, something, anything that That dummy Scott wouldn't know how to take care of. Urine, anything, right? He was a mama's boy at best. He's not cleaning up bodily fluids. And then wrapping a body of a pregnant dead woman in a tarp and putting it in a truck and driving it 90 fucking miles no like he'd have a caddy for that like a murder caddy to like be like you take my murder dead body caddy. yeah murder caddy you take my dead body to the marina actual caddy like a golf cart Jeeves, like. i'm too tired will <laughs> yeah. you take the body driving to up the on a little golf cart fucking but but you're but honestly again there aren't there aren't answers to these questions so again i i Reasonable and, doubt. And, and I think people really and, got caught up in like saying, you killed this pregnant woman and this yep. unborn yep. innocent child. Christmas. Absolutely. That, and you mentioned strawberry emotional. shortcake earlier. And one of the things that triggered me to kind of talk about bringing up the fact that she was pregnant, talking about Connor, was the fact that like this strawberry, sh- and they called her strawberry shortcake. She, she had, had red, red hair. hair, really dyed red hair. And that's what they referred to her as. I don't know. I remember her real name. But, she liked it, though. But that's at the okay. time. Like she would do these interviews, these these I want to be famous, milk in my 15 minutes fucking interviews. Yes. And she would go, you know, for me, it was just like remembering little man. Um, that's, that's what I baby. that's what I called him. Oh. Um, he was little man. And um, to me, that's what this was about was his little life. Little man. And I'm oh. like, you didn't know that they so they saw this. They and, and again, Scott, Which, he did die. Yeah. Connor and Lacey 100 percent die. And yeah. that and is absolutely the, the worst Ugh. way but that they, this could go. And, of course, and since but. That all of their rage could only be pointed at one person yep. that was pointed at Scott. And nobody absolutely. ever gave them uh, the ability to point this at somebody else who who really did this crime but also or it, feels the good. it feels good for us to think that we know who the monster is right it feels yeah. uncertainty is totally a scarier monster than than uh, than a, a face right and on and a person because we we have closure for that so i think that's what it was was mm-hmm. the scott pearson case was all about closure oh, the police totally. had him um they were zeroed in on him as being the suspect from the get-go we want to mm-hmm. solve this case and we want it done fast right he did it ignore any alternate theories yeah and to his and to his detriment probably through coaching and other things scott was fairly un uh emotional publicly yeah. like he was never a guy bawling he was never Which may, is pleading. why people thought he was guilty he was never yeah. sitting or in there like, like weeping out but they also showed that that wasn't true. There were times when that when he broke down in yes. court, and that did he wasn't this icy uh, monster. Garagos said that there was a point, you know, if Scott kind of had like that baby face fat, you know, like yeah. that youth fat, you know, right. young. Um, but there was a, a point when he was in jail and he was extremely thin, lost mm. a ton of weight. You know, his suits were fitting big, and he looked like a person who was going through something. And even you guys, if if Scott Peterson did not kill his wife, there were parts of that series that were showing how people would come into his street with a bullhorn and scream at him, we know you killed Lacey, where is her body? Oh, yeah. How would you remain sane? I mean, the guilt must have been terrible. Well, if everywhere you went, including sure, the media. everything he did, sure. Because they call, I think that was his nickname, America's Most Hated Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That 
all of America, like, and let's just put it lightly, America. It could have been far reaching than that, but everyone hated you, thought you were a monster. And, you know, you did all those things that supported that theory. You know, it's just, it's. And when, when you said guilt, right. At the very least, it's guilt that he cheated on his wife. At the most, it's guilt that he murdered him and his unborn child. And, and either way, it's a huge loss. Either he has to deal with the fact that he is a murderer and did this crime and he has mm-hmm. to come to terms with that emotionally, or he has to deal with the fact that his, he, 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 was, he was cheating at the time that his wife and his child went missing. And now that decision, which a lot of people, you know, if Lacey hadn't died, who knows what his choice would have been to talk to her and work this out or whatever. But now that choice has been made for you. Yeah. She's dead. She's done. And it happened while you were doing this. None of those ever get resolved. This yeah. is what your reality is. Deal with it. Whether Oof. you did it or not, deal with it. Right? And it's whether Lacey knew or not. Yeah. I, I have no idea. Part yeah. of me thinks she didn't. Right. Um, because a lot of people said that Lacey was an extremely confrontational person. She did not put up with bullshit. Right. Yeah. I can't imagine that her as a pregnant woman would be any different. Right. That she would put up with a cheating husband. <laughs> right. And I and mean, it's one thing that he's like, yeah, I get that you leave on Christmas Eve. Like, I don't have shit around here to do as an eight month <laughs> pregnant woman. But please go fishing. He doesn't even catch anything that day. Right. It was useless. God. <laughs> and but but. Honestly, though, also at the same time, it's he you you look at it. And I guess this plays into the stupid part of Scott because he's over there getting pictures taken. I mean, granted, it wasn't like Facebook and hey, keep that off my space, maybe. <laughs> but the fact is, is that he was literally getting pictures taken. Smiling, with his girl, with smiling posing with this new girl, meeting people at her work fucking party. Yeah. He wasn't keeping this. Like, and I don't think like it was like DL four affair. towns over either. I think it was like. How'd you guys meet? Like, obviously, it's the difference between like this and probably Sandy. I mean, right. 20 (laughs) minute drive across the way. It's a little it's ballsy for sure. Right. For sure. That's that's why I think they're stupid. I think he's an idiot. I'm sorry. I think that Scott is a complete idiot. Right. But I don't don't think he's a murderer. Right. No. Idiot. Yes. Murderer. (laughs) No. See. And then. Oh, Scott, you're so dumb. And then. You're so dumb. Just like that, though, just like that same thing. And, and, and uh, you know, Netflix had that that Chris Watts documentary. Ugh. We did the whole thing about Chris Watts. Did and you watch that I one? haven't watched it yet. It's Ugh. it's most of the stuff you've seen. OK. Yeah. Um, For those people. And we d- we did our, an episode and we talked all about the so Chris. Let Watts. me get this straight. We covered Chris Watts and we did. Yes. I know that we did, we did a God damn Scott. Peterson. We didn't do one that was about <laughs> Scott Peterson. It wasn't. The it's got to be mixed in with something. Okay. I wouldn't let us not me. talk about this. This can't be the first time I've ever presented was, these facts. There's another Peterson that murdered we've done Michael life. Peterson. And maybe then we did. Like, maybe it was like and a Peterson. Thing. The, the guy, the, the cop guy. Yeah, yeah, he was a cop. Who killed all of his wives. His wife. Yeah, he killed all of Was he also Michael Peterson? She was either a Lacey or Stacy. Stacy Peterson. Peterson. Was he Ken Peterson or something? I don't remember what. Mike. His Michael Peterson. Mark. Mark Peterson. Mark. That's right. His and name he was Mark. the cop and he killed his ex-wife. Mm-hmm. We did that guy. The barrel. The wives in the barrels. Oh, yeah. We did that. Yeah. He's a fucking psycho. That dude. Right. I know we talked and then, about. And then the staircase guy is a Peterson. Oh, man. Be careful. Right. Uh, people. Michael Peterson. Peterson. Michael Peterson, the writer. Who right. Who clearly pushed his wife down these. Or did an owl attack her. Or did an owl attack her. I don't know. Or what? did an owl Have we ever talked? What do you think about that, Melissa? <laughs> we did that case. We did that. We think he's guilty. Yeah. Okay. He's a fucking weirdo. So what was I saying here? 
Uh, you're talking about Watts, the right. Oh, so, Chris Watts, I'm but, sorry. But but that's the same thing with Watts. Is Watts was cr- cheating on his wife, right? And this is one of those things where like, there's no doubt. This dude fucking killed his wife, killed his kids. He's admitted. He's now since admitted. Yes. Yeah. He's he disgusting. he's in prison. Um. He you know he uh there wasn't the, but again this was another guy who just literally killed his wife who was pregnant and, and that's what i was talking about two daughters earlier when i said shades of chris watts right with exactly the, with why we thought you know scott peterson could have done this now of course chris watts was after but we learned about this condition that right the statistic of men killing you know in their 30s their whole that family is a horrifying right statistic. it is it's like i can't remember what they <laughs> called don't it want it to be true but they use the term annihilate their whole family annihilate yeah yes oh my and I don't remember what the, the, the term is, but anyway, so it's this thing that kind of, you know, goes, well, maybe that's what he did. He didn't want right. a kid. And anyways. Yeah. And then the whole thing with Chris Watts, which is interesting. And, and I, like I said, we talked about that crime. A lot of people are familiar with that crime. But what's cool about this? Cool. It's not cool. What's great about this documentary in the way that it's structured is that it takes a lot of the things and what's out there. And you can go see it right now is the full police video from when the when the when the police saw. Or came, you know, the 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 police again. I love her friend, right? That the, called the police. Oh, everything the from, from the moment the police the roll up on the house, reason. this investigation is on tape. Oh yeah, yep. From all of that, the from the officers, everything that the officers interacted with, all of the canine unit, mm-hmm. all of the forensic stuff, and then they immediately bring him in for questioning, and that's when they break it down. And he, his entire uh, uh, lie detector test, everything about this is on, and yeah. this takes so all great. of that. That I mean, stuff. I think it's like within 24 hours, they've already got a confession out of it. Right. Him. It's all because of Nicole. Good job, Nicole. And she yep. lived her life. She was a Thrive uh, seller. Um, MLM. Multi- MLM. Yep. And so. And uh, if th- you guys remember, this is the Chris Watts case. For those of you Colorado. who might not be familiar, he was from Colorado. He killed his pregnant wife. And she was 15 kids. months pregnant. Or 15. 15. Jesus. Is she, she an elephant? She's late pregnancy. <laughs> the kid was in second grade. <laughs> She probably wanted to die at that Jesus. point. She's like, please She's kill like, me. I'm pregnant another Jesus month. Christ. <laughs> 15 weeks. She was gestating into her 16th month. The 47th <laughs> trimester of pregnancy is the worst. But yeah, and and, um, and, and, and his two daughters. So he again, that's what when I talk about the Chris Watts thing, he was the what the this classic case of a family annihilator killing his entire yeah, family um he also had a mistress um but yeah this was a very like this is this this happened here's the facts and and it was and there wasn't like there wasn't this thing she th- there's this very short window in that case that's the same as this and 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 other thing like we you know the same with uh you know a lot of these she got home it was like two o'clock in the morning he went to work and about 5 a.m is when he he wakes up and you see stirring so there's about a three hour window Mm -hmm. when the only story we have at that point is his right and he ultimately says that eventually you know they had they they you know so she like you said she's a thrive um mlm person she's on a trip with this nicole girl that you're referencing melissa Mm -hmm. which is her friend and neighbor Mm -hmm. they talk on the phone all the time but they went to um a training i don't know if it was chicago or retreat things whatever um and she dropped her back off at approximately 2 30 a.m the ring doorbell camera picks up shanann that's her name um chris's wife and that's probably the last time that she's ever technically Aww. seen That her is alive. the last thing that Aww. sees her alive is yes, that ring doorbell. Yes, it is. That is the last time that she's ever seen. So She goes in the house. 
at that point he says that they um it, it, as per her, his confession he says that uh they had sex well, it's, and it's interesting it's because he's gone and he has wavered this is the interesting thing about yeah. the chris watts case is that it when i say that he did not just come out and say yeah i did it at first he is a 100% I did not do this. Yeah. I had nothing to right. do. He is completely blamed. I've never cheated on my wife. I've never done this. <laughs> they take the, the polygraph. He fails miserably. <laughs> and this lady who you guys can actually watch these tapes. And I know we've talked about this stuff before, but she is an absolute genius at her job. Her manipulation skills are top notch. But anyways, she's like, Chris, you and I both know that they're not coming home, you know, and then she kind of puts forth this theory like, did Shanann hurt those girls? Did you? And then I think you kind of see this light bulb go off in Chris's mind. And he says, can I talk to my dad for a minute? And they say, if you promise to tell your dad what happened, we'll let him come in here. Oh my gosh. So Chris's dad comes in. I think his name's Ronnie. Ronnie Watts. And and he's. Ronnie Watts is a man's man. Yeah. <laughs> when you see this guy. Yeah. He So anyway, he comes in. And he's like, what happened? And he's like, you know, I don't want to I don't want to protect her. I, I had to do it. And his dad's like, had to do what? What are you what are you talking about? He's like, she hurt the kids. So this is like oh Chris's God. first actual moment of saying that anything alternate to him not knowing anything not about knowing their disappearance took off somewhere. exactly has happened. And he is now blaming Shanann, saying that his words were that she smothered the girls Ugh. And that he had to do the same to her. I thought his phrasing was very interesting. Um, That's his first theory. And the polygraph lady is like, listen, are you okay with telling the public that Shanann did this? And he's like, yes, because I did not hurt these girls. And she's like, okay. So that became his official theory. And within that statement, after he has now confessed to having a hand in it, he, like you were saying, I'm picking right back up where you were, says that Shanann comes home um, their marriage had kind of been on the rocks because she had been away visiting her family and his family for five weeks prior she was to gone this, for a while, which God I didn't it, actually she stayed longer. <laughs> right. Um, and during that five weeks, Chris was with his mistress the whole entire time. Um, and same thing with her. There is a point where once Shanann is missing, the mistress comes forward. Her name is Nicole Kessinger. And she's like, um, I just found out that he has a pregnant wife. I knew about two kids, but I heard that they were divorced and I certainly didn't think she was 15 weeks pregnant. I'm kind of worried about what's going on. I will cooperate. Yeah, she straight came out of, I mean. Yeah. I, I, excuse hi. me. Hi, hi. Yes. I, I, I'm have, worried I have about things. This. this is, yeah. So, and and w- ultimately throughout this, what ended up happening, this moved very quickly. This wasn't one of those things where like there was this big long investigation and a big dramatic trial. Oh. He went into jail and they said, okay, behind closed doors, essentially, they basically said to him, okay, well, if we go to trial, then, um, you know, we can go for the death penalty, or you can plead guilty and get life in prison. And, get life in prison. Yeah. and he pled guilty to murdering all, to, to four counts of murder and four counts of tampering of the body. So he, he pled guilty to her murder, the murder of the girls, and the murder of the baby, because they, count, they counted Aww. that as a human being, too. So they put... They put that on him as, as well. They should. As yeah, they should. As they, they should. should. So, so he was sad. he was count on four counts of murder, and then the, what he did. And there was all this speculation um, in, before his his uh, confession 
as to how he did it because there was the neighbor's footage of him backing up the the truck the into truck. the garage yeah. which again there w- there was none of this with with um uh scott peterson it just we didn't have the same we didn't technology. have the technology the day and age wasn't, wasn't the same but also nobody ever said in in any point of that case because it became a sensationalized thing not something that was like we need to nip this in the bud and find out what this guy and shut this case down yeah right but, you know okay well did they have i don't know any of those details about his about this case this huge sensationalized case did they have a garage how did, did he have to back into that to get her body out like how did he load hit the her body into his truck and <laughs> But in this case, there was. It showed that he had backed his truck in. And and, and, and also, to much of Chris's surprise, which is also caught on yes. camera, because the police comes over, and from the moment Nicole, friend and neighbor who dropped Shanann off that night, cannot get a hold of Shanann all morning, she calls the police and says, I cannot get a hold of my friend. Right. Um, I am worried about her. Um, and... <sighs> The body cam footage is there, and Nicole looks very suspicious of Chris the entire time Chris shows up to the house. He is weird. He goes in the garage. He takes an extensive amount of time in the house before he lets him in the front door, and she's kind of like, what the fuck you doing, bro? Like, what took so long? Yeah, let us in the where fucking house. Where were you? Like, yeah. um, and then there's the point where the neighbor comes over, and he's like, oh, hey, guys, I have a surveillance video out front. Do you guys want to come check this out? Chris is got his hands behind his head. He's like, "Oh fuck!" Like, what's yeah, on this? What's on this? He's rude. not like watching it. Like, "Oh my god, hurry! Let's get to this. Maybe yeah, we can maybe see we can what see happens." What happened right. to her. He's turning away from the television. He's texting the whole time. You can literally see in his head. He's going, "Fuck! Fuck! 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 Fuck!" Yeah. He is, you know, Panicked. like like Rick was saying. It's within 24 hours. They have a confession. He's told them where the bodies are, and like they shut this down. Like and it was, and it's just, the, I think what we're getting at is the points of Chris's story that right. are interesting psychologically. Mm-hmm. It's where you were going. In his original yeah. narrative, you said that he, when Shanann comes home, um, that they wanted to have sex. Ew. So they did. Um, and then he said that they wanted to have sex again, I think was the first narrative. God. And he didn't want to, because that's when he told her that they he wasn't in love with her anymore, oh and she wanted dear. a separation. And then that's when they got in a fight, and he strangled her and right which her dad uh her father believes is horse shit because he said my daughter was a was a fighter he goes i mean there was pictures of him taking the next day he didn't have a scratch or a bruise on him him. not one thing and she was so he says so she wasn't found at all in the house obviously because but all of the bedding was gone he says in his story that um he, he had strangled her and then that's when the kid had come in and said, hey, what happened to mommy? And she was face down oh on the bed. He says God. that. Yeah. So to me, it, and, and you said it too, oh. like you, I think it was your theory, the idea of him doing it while she was asleep. Well, this is what I think is interesting and not just to point out the sex stuff, but um, a few more things. I never liked that part of Chris's story. I thought it was very pompous, um, especially since he was cheating on his wife and they had a very rocky marriage at that point. Um, I think for him to say like she wanted to have sex like twice like it's such a like look how cool I am like, <laughs> was, like she wanted to bone me like oh well, yeah like uh, it's it just rest, so Chris, it's just very it just didn't sit right with me it felt like an unnecessary detail since he was not forthcoming with everything else but he really wanted to make sure that they knew that they had sex you know um, Shanann like I mentioned was gone for those five weeks visiting family and I think she was doing it on purpose to 
take a break from him and probably because it does lay this out through text messages and stuff throughout this that you see that you know she's like you haven't even called once on your own i have called do you not miss you know me and the girls you'd think you'd miss us but i guess oh not God. i think she was doing that thing that some crazy gals do yeah you know <laughs> um you know and but to be fair she was right he was cheating she was uh, not um but she did seem um a little controlling and i don't want to talk ill about the yeah. victim because she is the victim here mm-hmm. um but she also did document everything about their lives on yeah, because you can watch all their couple videos. For Thrive. Like, it was thrive. it was nauseating to the sense of, like, look, not those things don't need to be documented. You're just documenting bullshit. Right. It, it must it, you, have Maybe been you can document it, maybe, but, but you sure. don't need to be sharing it. Yeah. Like, yeah. nobody cares about stuff. those I, things. And I will say that, that for all of that footage that we've seen, you know, I hadn't seen all of her Facebook videos, mm-hmm. but it, it does a very good job of, like you said, putting them in an order and telling a story. Yeah. It's on Netflix. It's called uh, American Murder, Murder Family yeah. Next Door or something. You'll find it. Look for yeah, spots. Exactly it's on the main page. Yeah, that's what it's called, actually. Is it? Yeah, oh, it's okay. called well, American Murder the Family Next Door. Well, there it is. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> if, if you watch this, but I will say that, that it didn't make me think Chris was any guiltier, but it did make we her seem... It did make her seem more unlikable. That yeah. uh, that yeah, documentary was laid out. But in I will see say, more of tension between you them. can. We yeah. already knew that Chris was a piece of shit murderer cheater. Yes. Shit. We already knew, and I will like you're saying, it didn't make me feel any more of the. I just thought, what a piece of shit. You yeah. didn't have to <laughs> kill her. What the fuck? What you a know? useless. What a useless loss. I will say just that. Just senseless. <laughs> Absolutely senseless. But it did make Shanann come across as more. Uh, she's a little grading controlling um wore the pants of the relationship i guess right She's a again person no <laughs> reason to be you know i maybe you could just call it like you know i take the i take life by the the horns or whatever the fuck the bull right. the bull of the life i take the life by the bull, the bull. <laughs> whatever all that i take shit. the horns life of the life by, by the, the bull okay <laughs> A metaphor. A I read it in a, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I read it in a book. Yeah. And I eat the um, MLM metaphors and shit. Yeah. yeah. Put your patch on. Put your thrive. fucking patch on and um, thrive, bitches. People magazine did come out and say that Chris Watts was triggered by the documentary. What? <laughs> and that it made him feel lots of shame. Fuck you. Uh, That's People Magazine. I'm not guy, sure how they got I'm, Oh, I'm response. sorry. The guy that killed his wife and daughters. Yeah, he was triggered by that documentary. Fucking good. Made him feel lots of shame. The murders should have made you feel shame. (laughs) Your lies and cheating should have made you feel shame. Was the trigger attached to a gun? Chris Watts, I don't feel sorry for (laughs) you. I don't think he can have a gun in prison, though. Not everybody who cheats murders their entire family. And and the way and what he says too, and and we had we had talked about and speculated, you know, when did he kill the kids and what did he do? Oh, you know what? You're right. Look, go back because we didn't actually wrap around to this sex thing and and why it was important. And again, throughout all of this, again. The net, like, there was. You pointed out something that was fucking genius when we were watching this that I had never, that didn't occur to me. And I want, I want to give you credit on this. Talking about the blinds. I am. Okay. But, <laughs> but like I said, the police are walking through there. There's missing bedding. There's this that you pointed out because it's it's morning, right? Well, it would have been. 12 i mean by the time he got home yeah, it was 12 was, 30 it shows or you right. the time uh, of when he's texting um Shana- when chris is texting right. shanann's phone 
and pretending, of course, because he knows he just buried his God. wife in the desert. Oh, my God. Um, and he's texting her phone, where are you? Um, but he comes in, and th- when the, the police are looking through the house, when you go in the master bedroom and all the, girl, and the, the two girls' rooms, all the blinds are co- closed, lights off, fans still on. They were clearly taken in when it night. was dark. Yeah. And Chris never, never came on. home and opened those blinds. Yeah. Oh, it was a very, and I just, creepy. I was like, all the blinds are closed in these rooms. Yeah. The, uh, all this happened when it was dark. Nobody woke up in these rooms. Oh yeah. God. This didn't happen. Nobody woke up in yeah, these rooms. That's room. what happened. And and um, and the and, bedding and was missing, her, her ring and all this. Again. Well, he comes out and he's holding the wedding ring like a complete chump. And he's like, her uh, her ring's hair. Isn't that weird? That was probably part of his setup that he, because I bet he had a story in his mind that he oh, never Oh, 100%. Use, you if, know? Nicole, the neighbor, Nicole totally it. ruined his plans. Yeah, he didn't day. have time to do what he wanted yep. to do. He but. had just barely finished disposing of the bodies mm-hmm. when he got a call that his wife was. I bet he didn't know how close her, uh, her and Nicole were because yep. the other thing did illustrate how often Shanann was on her phone texting friends and keeping them in, up to date on their relationship. Well, her whole business is like marketing and talking it is. to people. So it she's is. always communicating. And she was good at it, to be yeah. fair. Right. Um, but that is also to the point that we're trying to make is that she did often talk to her friends about um, their relationship, that their marriage was failing, you know, that they never had sex anymore. And she thought that it was weird that he was shutting her out. Uh, and so she was like, is he sleeping with someone else? And her friends were like, no, come on, girl, Mm -hmm. that's crazy. (laughs) You know, those kinds of things. But, um, it, it is interesting because there was a point where she's like, I really, I haven't seen him for five weeks. Cause he did fly out when they were away. I think they were in like Chicago, South Carolina, South. You're right. South Carolina. One of the Carolinas. Yes. It was sweet Carolina. Carolina. Yes. Um, visiting family chris comes out and stays for like a week and she's texting her friends all that whole time like he just got out here he hasn't seen me in five weeks he won't have sex with me you know i i really want to and like pray i get sex tonight these kinds of things right so chris is not having sex with her so when he tells his all this is it is gross ew so when he tells (laughs) his original uh confession that they had sex like twice I just think it's such an interesting thing to include because it was either like, I'm going to do it one more time, which is even more fucking psychotic. Like I'm going to have sex with her one more time before I kill her. Oh my God. Or you decided to include that as some kind of ego boost. It sounds like that's part of their relationship. Like that's a mm -hmm. major part of like, you're not having sex. Well, I I did have sex with her. Like she weighs, a, she puts a lot of weight on sex. Yeah, meaning something. So. Right. It well, was just definitely a hot, a hot button issue for yeah, those two. So I mean, if sure it was enough that she was t- texting so people, she wasn't. It her. wasn't secret between them. Right. Ugh. Um. So yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah. feel like he always wanted to establish himself, which is a weird thing to do. Like, like <laughs> your 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 fucking comment that makes me laugh. Weird flex. Oh, yeah, it's a weird flex, bro. Yeah. Um, weird flex, bro. But um, it, what makes more sense is that he probably pretended to be asleep when she got home. And then she laid down and went to bed. And then he probably. Oh. I think he totally strangled her in her sleep. Oh. Just like like, a, like I said, I don't think there was a fight. Yeah. Um, she also was. So the clothes that she shows up in on the ring camera are not what she is found in. She's in like a white 
sleep like she shirt. Got ready for bed. Totally oh, changed God. and got ready for bed. Probably came home, disgusting. showered, got yeah, into bed. So I don't think he like ambushed her when she got home from the flight. I think he let it sink in. And yeah. I, you know, Ugh. I I don't think like he. Okay, so then later. This is, I believe, February of 2019. Chris does a second interview, which is basically a s- alternate confession, somewhat changed, where he says, again, same thing. Shanann came home. They had sex. They wake up early to talk, and he tells her that he doesn't love her anymore, and she says, well, then what was last night? <laughs> and then gets mad and then he strangles her and kills her and she's face down on the bed and the oldest daughter bella comes in and says what's wrong with mommy oh god and then he says that he takes her and then takes the girls out to the oil fields where he would have worked that morning and he buried shanann and then he killed bella god no he said he killed cece the younger one first and bella asked what happened to cece And then he says that he wakes up every day and thinks about Bella screaming, no, daddy, no, because he killed her. Um, But he also had a fucking hour from when he killed Shanann at the house to when he drove out to this oil field to decide not to kill his daughters. And in between the confession where he had laid out how it had happened, there were videos in the weeks that while this kind of became something after he'd been arrested and the videos had come out people speculating about how he'd killed them and what what was that what was the actual turn of events mm. and on the the neighbor's camera um which you can't see much you can't see him loading bodies in there's no, no there's no, no smoking no. It's not gun. that definitive it's but just... there were moments that looked like shadows of little feet walking it looks like one moment where he leads out it looks like when he walks a the daughter to the truck and in my oh, mind i Jesus. thought that he may have killed them all in the house that night but oh there were God. videos suggesting alternate theories of this looks like a shadow of him walking you know like someone out to the truck and it did look like that and later that's what he basically said is that right. he did say that he took <gasps> them out and killed them after which is it wasn't in a fit of rage it wasn't like a a moment where I had to do it all at once. Like he had an hour to decide that he wasn't going to kill his children. He had a plan and he was following through with his plan. That's psychotic. You know what? Melissa even said that he said, I knew that that morning when I woke up, it was just what I was going to do. I just, he's like, I had it in my mind that I had to kill her. Like Jesus. Yeah. And and so this, this proves, this proves two things, right? It proves a, that a man, who has no previous psychopathic tendencies can snap and kill his entire family and they have a sobering amount of time to come to his senses and still commit two other the murders of two just children. made me sick. Like, right? he killed his... There's gotta be something He, he wasn't, like we, like we said, he wasn't screaming and angry the whole time. He had I calmed down. He, he knew what he was doing. He may have, he may have split right short. In my mind, I don't even know. And this is, I don't even think... There was an argument. I don't think he told Shanann anything. I think she asked him because she did. Well, there, there would have been a struggle. I, anything. I, and and he you, doesn't the have kids. any marks. I don't know. Like when we're saying he was all worked up. Right. Yes, you'd be worked up from killing someone. 
you did and it. not to mention uh, come on a woman who thinks her husband has been cheating on her and is upset about that yes and she just comes home after not seeing him for how long and they get in a fight yep he's dead like yeah. well, and, and then what, again yeah. when you when i'm looking at and i'm i'm ma- making a timeline i go okay well if she came home she had time enough to shower they didn't come home and argue and then she showered and changed okay i don't know we don't know that she showered she was just in different clothes okay she just wasn't okay. in her plain She's clothes. I I assume. Ready for bed. I yeah yeah I guess like that's a, right. Yeah, ready for bed. that that I we can't okay. we don't know that yeah. she was just in different clothes. So so she at least had time to change. So I assume that she probably came in, and the see and that's the thing is he only had like a three hour window because there was a there was a time when he woke up and went to work at five or whatever the fuck and you could see the lights yeah, and the and she stirring. Yeah, she got home at like two thirty. Two thirty. So at some point she he either had to. Like they either had to have sex Ew. and then fight. That's a lie. And then he had to get rid of her body and put it in, deal with That's the girls. That's what I'm saying. Did anybody ever prove through forensic evidence no that she had, had that they had intercourse? Right. No sex was I'm, had. I'm, I'm and, and all and I'm so sure to it. that, Melissa, I'm with you. At the very beginning, before I knew about the alternate um, confession that he makes, mm-hmm. I thought the sex thing was weird. Yeah, there's no way. Before I knew all about the fact that she was gone for five weeks and they were having problems and they never would have sex with her. Um, so then it makes me wonder, well, what about the confession also is a lie? Right. Yeah. Is there other parts of it? Because why, why, hap- why wouldn't you just take that out then? Right. It seems weird. It seems like If you're going to be honest about killing, being being level-headed after an hour and killing your two daughters, you know, what is the, did you guys really have sex? <laughs> and like I said, was it one last time? That's fucking, that's fucking that's a level of psychotic. Well, that's a new level, right? You're 100% enough, right. I could see him doing it for that reason because he was very vain. There's a lot of weight on sex in their relationship. And he was a narcissist. Yeah. I believe that they oh, both were. Yeah. Shanann was as well. I'm sure you can't um, carry out a murder like that without being a narcissist. No. Lola, it's okay. That's I know. Crazy. Chris Watts is a creep. He, He's you believe that? Yes, but, but I like know. I said, it proves two things. It proves that a man can have this snap and he can do oh, this horrible God. thing. So there is that side to Scott Peterson or any of these yeah, people that could do true. this. But at the same time, this man killed his wife and kids and there was all manner of things now granted there wasn't blood and other things but there was bedding missing there was okay this was missing there was evidence they'd shown that he had loaded his truck and it was weird you know so and you guys look he has an hour right well after his wife is dead in the cab they're on the floor of the truck and the girls are sitting on the bench seat with their dead mom on the floor and they keep asking what's wrong with her and he's like she's gonna be fine she's gonna be fine he takes them out. Not only does he kill them, mm-hmm. the oil tanks that he throws them in, this oh crude this oil tank. Okay, let's wait. It is stuff them in. This is it is eight I and hate. a half. This I is what I'm talking about. It. it is eight and a half inches wide, <sighs> the opening. I know, Lola. I'm These the girls' way. shoulders are much broader than that, not to mention the size One of their little five, skulls. Wasn't she? Jesus. That they are that he not only killed, but somehow could bring himself to cram. Do you need to go outside? He had a plan. That's the thing that's different. Like, it's not like he snapped and did this. Because he didn't just snap and do this. He had a plan to do this. Yep. I bet if Nicole wouldn't have interrupted his plan, yep. there probably would have been a note with her wedding ring Ye- saying, I'm yeah. leaving you. 
And then he could have followed it up with his bullshit story of, I don't know where she went. We had sex last night. I thought everything was great. Ooh. And then she took off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And so I think he just got so interrupted. But when he was committing the actual crimes, he was putting his plan into play he didn't think anything was gonna screw up that's how narcissists always are yeah they always think they're smarter than everyone else yeah and they're never gonna get caught and so they can totally follow through on the most horrible bullshit ideas ever and not even think twice about it maybe that's why these maybe that's why these crimes seems like we look at them and we go are you fucking stupid because they they are smart maybe because like you said the narcissistic mentality makes them believe in themselves they're the smartest person in the world that even the dumbest dumbest approach to a yes (laughs) calling from paris oh my god oh my god right and and while they're stupid oh my god while the stupidity is narcissists are not smart but they think they are so brilliant right oh my god but but I, again, <sighs> I can't I can't get over over the fact that there's just there's on one side of things when I see a, an open and shut fucking case, I know it. When you see Chris Watson, you see all of that shit, and you watch the oh, yeah. the police, and you watch the whole. Th- it's an open and shut case. Yeah. Scott Peterson, think you think it was an open and shut I case? I thought it was. You I, listen same. to the you listen to the media. I it's an open to and Nancy shut Grace. case. You look at the I evidence. Would want her to be my attorney. There's fucking vicious, none. There is yeah. no evidence that he killed his wife. None. Not one. It's shred. all emotional. That case was completely one just on emotions. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and 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 I think too. You know, it's kind of like it's kind of like like you said. Enough time now has gone by, and I think this was said earlier by I, I can't remember one of you, but enough time now has gone by that. We can look at this now, like you said, without being emotional. Yeah. Right. It's like okay, without trying to well, write the wrongs of OJ. Right. You yeah. know, things yes. things aren't that way anymore. I mean, and and hardly anything can survive the you know being a hot topic in 2020. Oh yeah. Right. You, like you know what I mean? 10 like seconds and then move on to something the, else. I mean, if this exactly. was 2000, this was 2002. Okay, let's call it. So yeah, so let's call it 2002. We're coming up on 18 years since this crime took place. That's a whole generation of kids who are now graduating high school since this crime took place. I have no idea what this was. This was I mean, just that, some that's true. Like, I, I bet I could ask several people on the street. They wouldn't know. Yeah, do you know who Lacey Peterson is? Well, and be it like, was a time well, when the news was first starting to be 24-7. Look, you so know. they just had to show those stories I'm with over you. And over the news cycle over. was entirely different <laughs> in its, in its uh, ex- how long? Duration. Yeah. Right. Um, but I will say that there are millennials and, and shit like that. Because I don't know. Maybe we are millennials. I never figured that out. But <laughs> of people who are into true crime. Right. And know more about this because oh, yeah. of the availability. It, it's a big sure. case. But and I, there are nerds case. who are like, oh, yeah, like I know about that. But There's but as, as, as a mm-hmm. lot of things that were big, most people have never looked past what they were told. And you go, Scott Peterson. Oh, yeah, the guy that killed his wife. Right. Me too. Who I'm made totally the anchors like that. and had the, the guy that kills his wife? Right. The, yep. There's cheating yeah. on his wife. Kills. Yeah. What about yeah. him? I love true. Well, he crime. might not I be guilty. Ah. Deeper into it. Yeah, but, I never looked deeper into right. it. Right. So, the the fact is, is that there has to be people that look at this from a place of going, right? Okay. Well, sure. This was a horrible crime, and then these people did not deserve to lose their lives. However, if a second crime is being perpetrated by just throwing this man in jail without any real evidence that says you killed your wife other than the fact that you were a fucking douchebag 
other than the fact that you weren't a douchebag. Um, um, here's the thing. I, I also will say that when we studied the John Bonet case, right, John right. Bonet Ramsey, which was a huge case, um, I was around her age when she was on the covers of magazines for being kidnapped. Oh, wow. So it was very personal scary. to me because yeah. I'm like, um, that's my peer, you know, getting right. kidnapped from her bedroom on Christmas. Again, another the holiday thing always adds a little bit more to it. Um, but I remember that, you know, we discussed the John Bonet case. Um, and I'm 100% certain I could tell you what happened. Um, you guys th- are that listen to this podcast know that I believe that Burke did it. I think we all believe that that little creep did it. No, um, no doubt. But the point that I'm going to make is that there were a couple of documentaries that we watched on television. And I remember sitting there watching it one time and I'm like, they are leaving out this whole fucking thing. Right. About the pineapple and this and the flashlight. Why is this? And I'm like, this is media. Right. And then I started going, this is just a controlled narrative. Yeah. Right. We ver- knew more about this case that I could sit and tell Joe Schmo than this documentary would let you know because, one, it wants you to remain biased. Yeah. Right. It does not want you to think that little creepy Burke, which is so obvious that he fucking did this. Uh, Fight me, Burke. Uh, come, come at, at me, me. Uh, Burke. I know you did it. Prove me wrong. Um, and he's being protected, the dad. And then here's the thing. The other way was that how it was handled after there was alternate theory because there was that show with Laura, the amazing Laura, lady, yeah, Laura Ingram. Is that her name? Richard <laughs> Richards, <laughs> Laura I don't Richards. Know any of this. She's an amazing <laughs> detective. I'm sorry. I did a shitty accent. <laughs> um, but she basically comes forward and they seriously prevent the present this theory that they believe that Burke had something. I'm like, Holy oh. fuck. Holy fuck. You know, I'm like, see, see, they're professionals. Yeah. And they think the same thing. Anyways, <laughs> after that happens, the only person that is allowed to talk to Burke and the dad was Dr. Phil. And they do this one time special Dr. where Dr. Phil is going to talk to Burke. And I'm like, Oh, look at this control. Just like Ellen and the... I was just going to say, which is exactly like Ellen and the Vegas shooter. Oh, that was One interview, one time, one story, never hear from him again. Right, right. So (laughs) Burke's like, I'm never doing another interview. And he looks like a... He looks like a psycho little Elijah oh Wood. God. He d- he's a I creepy like Elijah, but like I feel bad because Elijah Wood's a likable person. Yeah, he looks. Oh, yeah. He's like that creepy brother in Wedding Crashers that like w- like wants to like, keeps coming in from the shadows and tries to like sleep with Vince Vaughn. He's oh got creepy God. eyes. <laughs> he's got Burke. I prove me wrong, bro. Right. Oh my gosh. Fucking come at me. Way scary. So, anyways, um, don't ask him to come at you. He sounds creepy. It's all that kind of stuff. Just don't need a I pineapple. I think that yeah. The, the way that it was manipulated in the documentary, how it distorted facts and did not present things intentionally, um, and the way that it was handled after, that there was alternate theory that of people going, you know what? Burke does kind of sound guilty. Oh, my God. And then Oof. just like that, we get one interview, never hear about it again. Yeah. So. Creep. So, and and that's, the, that's the thing is that there are there, there's, there are some cases that are open and shut. And they should be open and shut, right? The 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 John Bonet was never one of those, but no. but um, Chris Watts was. Yes. And if Thanks you believed it, if you look, yep. if you looked at the, if you looked at the 
facts in the media, so was Scott Peterson, yeah. except it wasn't an open shut case. No. It was never, it was an assumed case because this guy was a fucking dildo. And that one, the Scott Peterson one, which strangely <laughs> enough was like the Casey Anthony one. Right. Where no one could actually prove how it happened. And, you know, that was the downfall of the defense in the Casey Anthony one. And she got away with it. Oh, the prosecution. She had Baez, yeah. though. Yeah. But she had. Oh, Jose Baez. Jose Baez is a, is, that whole thing's an interesting story. But, um, and and Scott Peterson, same thing, cannot prove how it happened, right. where it happened, how it's done, and he's guilty. So boom, you know, and I don't know. Casey Anthony is another one that I'm fairly certain I could just tell you how that happened. <laughs> um, we, but did. we won't. We, we did go find our episode we called did. "Mommy Dearest." But uh, she's still out. She works as like a photographer. Lola is growling, hey. and barking at me, and it's very come on. She, you know what it is? Is she? She uh, is very cute. <laughs> Little, little dog growls are like my favorite. <laughs> little well, you know what? <laughs> so cute. She has reasonable doubt. Oh, now she's happy. Um, but yeah, I don't know. How are we doing? Are we still recording? Is it still on? Yeah. <laughs> okay. well, let's. What we'll it's do is. It's probably time to wrap it up. Yeah. It's bedtime for Lola. Yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> but the point is, is that, that when you look at a murder and you know, like, I can look at, I can look at the person, I can look at the evidence, I can look at the scene, and I can, I know that this is an open shot. This guy's, this is guilt. I can't do that. With Scott Peterson, I've watched. We watched that, and we looked at that. We talked about it. There's so many questions that weren't asked. There's so many questions that I would have, um, and that don't fit anything. I just, I can't. I think There's if you no were part of me that thinks he killed his wife. If if we come to or can't find the way he did it. If we come to be able to prove this, like let's say we we talk to those criminals, right, and we get some kind of confession, <sighs> some kind of closure, actual sound answer as to what happened to Lacey mm -hmm. I feel like the Scott Peterson case could be one of those things that kind of goes down in you know quote fingers history books but like law books where it's like this is a man <laughs> who has done everything in his power to convince you that he killed his wife <laughs> <laughs> he has done <laughs> no part of him looked looked innocent nothing not one fucking this iota this is how to do everything wrong when you are convicted of killing your wife oh fuck God. And yeah. I think it will be one of those things, but go, but he was not get despite all of that. You know, like I said, if we prove that people can go, despite looking like the most guilty person that you can, <laughs> he wasn't. It would be great if they could prove it because they could also prove how the media convicted him. Absolutely. Right. And that would be a really good case for legal to understand what they, well, I think it already is like what you should disclose and what you shouldn't disclose. And like, that the media should be case. held accountable Oof. for, for, um, any influence it has over life and death scenarios because yeah. if the media sentenced him, then they were the ones that were going to put him to death. Oof. I mean, you can say a which jury, but ultimately, do it. right. <laughs> and which is what the media, I mean, media and, I, and it people. ties into 2020 perfectly. <laughs> ties into everything, everything with what they're doing. It ties into the fake news episodes we do, we've yes. done. It, talks, it ties into that all of that. But that's, no matter what, they should be held it's responsible. It's sensationalism, yeah. right? Yes. Um, and and, and it, it takes away... When you start making stars out of lawyers and stars out of detectives and you start selling papers based on murder, you, you care less about getting a result or getting the, a good, the, an actual true result than you just can, than you just selling papers and getting a result, right? So I think, I think that these things shouldn't be, shouldn't be sensationalized, shouldn't be um, tried and like, clearly tried in the public eye. I mean, um, and but as how much do you as, not, you know, we're fast and, and that's, like said, it's, it's a double edged sword. Go. We're fascinated. You want to somehow get 
how do you get information, you know, without putting it out on a large scale and having people become fascinated, but there should be some kind of protection around yeah. The, yeah. the process of, of, uh, a fair and due trial. They're right. supposed to be right. You know, whether or not you believe someone is guilty, which I, like I said, we all thought he was guilty Yeah, for sure. Right. All of those things that you did, but then cooler heads prevail, right? Yep. Like you get Truth further away out. from it. And you're like, oh, it's been 20 years. I can listen to that song again. I don't hate that song, right? Like, it's the yeah. same thing with this. We're 20 years away <laughs> 20 and nobody's going, you know what? Fucking, st- I don't, nobody's still fed up. Well, I think it's a good like, metaphor fired as, up about it. as well for yeah. for the times that we're in now. It's like, oh, we're, I'm never we're gonna be able to talk about 2020. <laughs> I just mean that we never. cannot believe everything we're told. That should just 100%. be the yeah, constant running theme of this podcast is you know oh, yeah don't believe nothing that you you're told and half of what you see or some right. shit like and, that. And, yeah. and, to, and to his credit scott's story has never never wavered, wavered. not once he's never, never been changed. caught in a lie he's never he's he's God, done a bunch of suspicious ass shit yeah he and he's stayed the, it stayed the same all this time and because guilty people change a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> he's and he's had 20 he's had uh, at this point 20 years almost 20 years 18 wow. fucking years wow. to to do come something, up come something. up, break. I did it. Oh, yeah. fuck, bro. Oh, you oh, you're me. right. Uh, you know what? I can't have this on my conscience. Wow. I just can't imagine. And again, that a, and, and to your credit, Scott, that a dumb, baby faced, <laughs> white mama's boy wants to be in prison. Right. Well, it, he sure wouldn't he just it. stay there if he, well, I th- I'm saying, like, I think yeah. he would say, I did do it. Yeah. Yeah. Can I, can I make a plea and, well, like, I, th- I think he probably feels guilty. You too. know, maybe he's like, guilty but convicting himself i don't know i i think i think that this guy i, I mean if he's innocent i don't want him to sit there nobody me has either. told me how this dude has has killed him nobody can tell me it can, can put the murder can, can tell me how he did it can put the murder in his hands can put the murder in his house can put the body in his truck can put the body in his boat can put the body anywhere so other than she was found i mean i wonder if like in a bay where he was fishing I, I wonder if Scott feels the same way. I was like, yes, I fucking get it. It is a huge goddamn coincidence that I said <laughs> that my wife was dead and it would be my first Christmas without her. Right. And then she went missing. It is a huge coincidence that I went fishing at the San Francisco Bay and that's where my wife and son ended up. I get it, but I swear to you, it's just crazy. It's this. It's that line from the Shawshank Redemption at the beginning during the trial when he says, you know, uh, and now, Mr. Dufresne, that gun that you supposedly loaded and, and de- it's, it, we can't find it. You would find that decidedly convenient, wouldn't you, sir? And he said, well, since I am uh, on trial for my life here, I would actually fi- find that decidedly inconvenient or inconvenient <laughs> that we can't find the gun. Right. Like, mm. honestly. Right. Like, if yeah, I'm on right. trial, it's inconvenient for me that you can't find this evidence that it's not here because right. I'm innocent. I'm fucking yeah. innocent. Just like Andy Dufresne w- in that movie was fucking innocent. Right. He did 40 years and all that stuff. It was a oh great movie. God. But that's the thing is that sometimes and we know this innocent men go to prison for crimes they didn't commit. Not every guy killed his wife. And in this mm-hmm. case, I personally can say that I do not believe there's no part of me that believes Scott Peterson killed his wife. I don't think there's any any part of there's no there's no circumstance that that I, that anybody can place any blame on him with this body. Like I, I can't know. do it. Find one place in this whole story where there's a body where he had her body where he did this. I mean, cause so you it's can't. Just a thing that we could do. Like if people could, I don't know how you do it because he's been convicted of it. 
But I mean, if people presented ample evidence, could he be freed from prison? Yeah. Well, yeah. He, he would, what you would, I would assume you would have to have somebody like that one lady. Um, what's her name with the Oh, mouth? that was Stephen Avery's. Stephen Avery's yeah. lawyer who has that real kind of Southern. Yeah. I like she's, that lawyer. I like her too. <laughs> she's awesome. She'll get after it, right? Yeah. So yeah. You, in, unless you get somebody who's, and there are a lot of, of organizations. In fact, that's what Kim Kardashian does now. She spends yeah, her time true. trying to get wrongfully convicted men out of prison. Which is surprising. Yeah. So she, I mean, I she does. People. She spends a lot of time trying to get, get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so I think people. Yeah. I think she yeah. tries to spend her time sp- helping people get off. So. Um, <laughs> Boy. It was the, the girl who like, right there. killed her sex trafficker or something. Right. Oh. She but she's doing something out. to help victims, right? Yeah. Like, I yeah, mean, no, th- and there she are. She should get a fucking medal for that. There are more victim advocates. There are more Killing victims. Sex traffickers should not be a crime you get at like all. a patch on your jacket for that <laughs> right? shit. Yeah, you shouldn't go to jail. Right. You should get like rewarded. 100%. <laughs> Money. <laughs> Saved us the trouble. Yeah. Um, but there guy. are more victim advocacy groups that are out there now that are, are uh, that are working to help people who are wrongfully convicted and do have cases that can be tried. Yeah. And and, and you can say, look, we have enough evidence here to present to you. That this person did not do this, and at the time he was convicted, they either hastily or wrongfully convicted yeah. this person. I mean, all and so all he has now is he's off the death penalty. Right. Yeah. Now he's got life um, in And as and if and again, and if can we you know imagine anything, if Scott Pearson would have been killed and was innocent? Oh, that that does make me sick. If to he'd think been killed ten, someone, so yeah, five, yeah. just ten years into his prison, rotting in a jail cell who right. did not kill their wife That's and would be so put sad. to death. That is a miserable existence, and I feel so bad for anyone and, in that situation. You know, well. let's put it this way too: if if Scott Peterson gets out. Yeah, he's facing a now, lot. Now, all ultimately, in today's world, maybe he can do some interviews and sell, write a book or something yeah, like that. and but, a lot of people won't know who he is. But at the end of the I day, what w- 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 most people get when they're let out of prison after not doing it, hey, I'm sorry. Maybe there's a settlement that they'll win against the state or something, and they maybe, might get a few millions you know, of dollars. But, but, but I, how, I how mean, long does that take to collect, and do they need to get it all away? You know, there's there's a whole level of things. I mean, he could, if, like, this were to go through, like, he could come back around and be an advocate for people who are wrongfully yeah, convicted. Yeah, because we want you know, he's so smart. <laughs> you know what, Melissa? <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't put we him We should in just that get him out of jail, order him let's the porn just, channel. <laughs> let's just let him go him hang out jail. with Ben Affleck, see let if he him, got it right. Let him have his life. Those two. Yeah, let's just let him have his life Poor for now. Poor Scott. Maybe you can do public appearances. Yeah, I don't know. You know, what? I, I can't. I Like I said, I never thought I'd say it because of all the other evidence. But I really don't think that he did it. I, right. I can't believe that. But I don't think he did I'm it. at least enough on the fence where it's like, I am just not sure. Right. I do not know. Right. I cannot definitively say, but I can definitively say that there are some things that don't match up. <laughs> That's it. I can't. Th- y- I, c- I can't. Again, like I said, nobody can. Nobody can tell me the answers to the questions. That would make me, if I was a juror, nobody can tell me the answer to the questions that I need in order to convict this guy of murder. Yeah, I, you know. Yeah. So. Well. And you turned around. Oh, I totally You turned turned around, around. too, so you don't believe he killed her either. No, I don't think he had anything to do with it. Wow. I think he was just a shitty husband. And you know what? He was done with some marriage. I think, Melissa, that's all he was guilty of. And you know what the worst thing about that is? Is that after 20 fucking years... The the evidence that you would need to find the person who did do this is yeah. probably fucking gone. I mean, unless we can, we lost. we do. We know who those dudes were. The they have they're the in the names. system. Yeah, they sure. have the names of who those robbers were. Right. 
Um, so we should be able to track who they are. And right. I don't know why we can't just be like, look, you're in the 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 criminal justice system anyways is that the right word <laughs> I have no, no yeah idea. <laughs> you're in the, the, the correction system correctional yeah. system anyhow you're basically <laughs> ours tell us what you know yeah. we have a man who was going to die for this crime right and then but then a good what do you know but then a good prison or a, a good prison a good uh, lawyer would just go yeah but there's a prison snitch is is uh his, his this means nothing right like that's I the that's it. the worst part I of this thing it. is that while we can while i can say i don't believe scott peterson did it i can't present you a, a better thing i know and what they have now all they have now is man went fish in in place yeah. body found in place where man fish at sam pl- at sam uh. place yeah at oh, sam place that they fish <laughs> so that's the whole co- case right and so in unless there is any way to tell anybody else it, for anybody else to tell me how that body got there. I can't tell you that, but I can't tell you. I don't believe well, he put it there. And in those, uh, in those episodes, they did show that like the Scott's uh, sister-in-law points out that back then, you know, at that time, literally anyone could drive up to the, Oh yeah. And just to the shore the body. of just, that Marina, that right. bay, that whatever it's, it wasn't like, you had to go through a gate, and then there was a dude. Yeah, there was plenty of places you there could dump a body. There was a password. It's the San Francisco Bay. Anybody can just show up to that spot and dump something in right. it. Right. It's, got, it's so, got bodies in it. When you talk about an unprotected possible crime scene, it was accessible to anyone and everyone. Right. So, and they released that's where he was. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> so it's, so it just, they knew it, right where to put the body. Yep. It's fucking, I can't. I've got, the, I've got a, a big case of the, of the reasonable doubts. So, um, I, I can't do anything with it. I can't go to bat for you. In a Maybe court. we could write Scott a letter and be like, from the Area 52 podcast. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> we could. I don't, I don't think that's a fucking, I don't think that's <laughs> bad. I, I believe him that <laughs> yeah. he didn't kill his wife. Just say, He'd probably you know? like getting a letter. Yeah, he probably would. Yeah, fucking write him. Who knows? Because, you, know? you know what? I'll, uh, you I'll know. see if I can get his address. <laughs> I'll see if he'll call me from Paris. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, we're in Paris on New Year's Eve. <laughs> about got. You liar! You're in jail. <laughs> did you watch that? By the okay. way, speaking of Paris, did you watch that thing we sent you? No, I oh, did not. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Watch it. I will. Everybody yeah. should. We, this don't, is we, Paris. we won't talk about it, but watch her new documentary, and we can talk about it when you watch it. But yeah. Okay. It is yeah, we'll catch up. Okay. Fantastic. It's on YouTube. It's free. Cool. Go find it. Mm-hmm. Um, watch that. Anything else you want to tell people to watch? Watch this. Watch the Lacey Peterson series. Like I said, it's from a couple years ago. Um, that was really good. And watch Tickled on Hulu. <laughs> and then Ooh, with Tickled and Dark Tourist. Watch his oh, Dark show Tourist. on ne- Netflix. Yeah. That's more of a series, huh? Yeah, it's a series. Yeah. Eight, ten episodes, something but like that. But fascinating. some really crazy places. Yeah. Yeah. Some, and really I like him as a, as a videographer. He's as well. a really good journalist. Yeah, he's interesting. I really was a, uh, The first time I saw him was on Tickled, and that was, I was super impressed. You yeah. were tickled. I was tickled. You were just tickled <laughs> no, pink. Not tickled like an international championship oh. tickled. Fuck oh my God. Off creepy people. What That's people like the darkest wank thing it I've to. Ever it's seen. crazy. And you know that and there's people so wanking to this, oh, t- to this tickle. Absolutely. Right. So, it's not an industry for one. Right. No, yeah. This for one guy vi- was. For the vice principal. <laughs> so a lot of people are wanking it to just kids hell. getting, boys getting tickled. And this is yeah. just one level of fucking the world of sex trafficking and porn. It's crazy. If you're one of those dudes, 
Listen, if you're just a, t- a tickle, a tickler. Get up out this bitch. Get out of here. I mean, I don't know. Can we condemn people? For Is it their no, kink? I mean, Is tick? It, they a have a kink, tickle. That's fine. I, yeah, I guess we. I guess we can't people. condemn. Okay. If you are not planning to traffic these boys, and the boys who are filmed look clearly consenting and in no danger whatsoever. <laughs> Until they're blackmailed. But well, see, I well, don't I think that's the case. That. That's I the problem. Say that because I think the boys that are making these tickle videos are completely unaware they're going to be used. That's what I'm saying. Kind of that's why well, it's probably a small percentage of them, a very small. <laughs> wow. It's like, yeah, I'm the tickle guy. <laughs> yeah, like, you sexual. Oh, is he wondering where you know me from? <laughs> hey, wants to be get tickled. <laughs> mm. Remember how long <laughs> these toesies can put up with? And there was the one dude, remember the one dude that had the website? Oh, the professional tickler. Yeah, who would who would have people in his tickle chair? Yeah. So, yeah. His weird he locked but in now tickle look, chair. Look, look, look. With the tickle chair guy, though, it's they knew what they shit. were getting into. Now, I will say that. Them. But look, Yeah, he was guys. on the up and up of the yeah, tickle he world. Was a, as long as you're open about your kink, it's okay. <laughs> and that's fine. You're not, not taking unwilling victims. Like, but, and that's what I said. Like right. I said, if the boys, that's why I was putting out that disclaimer, that <laughs> if the boys look safe, and like they're not being blackmailed, victimless crime. Then it's okay if you if you like that, right? <laughs> but if they look like they've been trafficked, sure. coerced, blackmailed, tickled against their will, tickled against their will, <laughs> strapped to a bed, <laughs> maybe don't wink it to that one. Yeah. All right. But oh here's the my thing. God. <laughs> <Tickled against their laughs> look, wink with discretion. <laughs> we need you guys to fucking like. If you're going to wank it, have some fucking dignity. That, okay, the one dude, though, that has the, the website, those guys that he gets to come over, it is a fine line between I make money and I endure torture. I mean, they look, they're, like, tired and sweaty and, like, they've been through shit at the end. You know, psychologically. It's psychologically, kind of like a rape. Well, if if I'm if well, I'm, it's almost like being a whore, but in a different way. I know. Like it's like a oh, you like that whore. tickling? You like that? Ooh, we're gonna take <laughs> your. So to me, weird. like you said, as a dude, right? Like if a bunch of if 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 you're in this situation and a bunch of guys come in and sexually do something to you, at least there's part of you that can I guess feel like a victim. But if you're just like getting tickled by dudes. Maybe you probably wouldn't feel victimized because it was just it was uh, just they, tickling, you right? Wouldn't Look, of it. when you guys watch this tickle documentary, because I know you all are. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking wa- probably <laughs> already when stopped. When you get this. to the part that I'm talking about, that looks like this guy who he looks like an in shape hiker, like he's a, not a bad looking guy, like a CrossFit hiker yeah. dude who goes and has this weekend gig of getting tickled. Maybe it's a Wednesday night gig. I don't know what day of the week, <laughs> but tell me that he looks happy at the end he doesn't in my opinion he looks like someone who has been violated and it looks oh. like someone in the same way that you're kind of like yeah, what did i just do I for just money let that, i well, let that dude fuck me but i really wish oh i wouldn't god. have god damn it uh, I, I, I really needed it's that thing I, I, really, I was young i really needed the money it is it's a tickle sex work and it seems a, a little whore. degrading because it's tickle like whore. <laughs> tickle, I feel bad that I said tickle that's what whore. you say in the <laughs> bedroom you'll be my tickle whore, <laughs> whore tonight. i need me a tickle whore <laughs> i just have that written on my daily agenda on my fridge oh my tickle god whore. <laughs> People come but over here, and they're but like, here's what the, the thing. Okay, if you like to get tickled, fine. 
because you wanted it, right? Yeah. But I think these guys who have like never been through it, but they keep going back because it's money. Well, I think it. I that's feel the like sad it part. is a thing that you go through that you kind just, of like go. I just close my eyes and take it. It's a form like, of sex work, even though it absolutely. Like and it, I, again, like I think it's not. not far to go. Like, listen, I know that like you don't like getting tickled, and I know like it's fifteen hundred bucks if we tickle you, but like if if we give you five grand, will you suck a dick? Whoa. But yeah, that could be the transition. I mean, slippery, slippery sucky slopes. slopes. S- slippery slopes. <laughs> slippery wet slope. Slippery Smack slopes. Oh my. You know, I, but I think the point is, is that no matter what, you go through something, you endure it. And I, I, I feel like, I don't know, I felt fucking dirty watching it, but maybe <laughs> that's, that's a pretty dirty thing. I mean, it, anytime you're strapping someone down to like a table or a chair, like it is a form of torture. You're, you're, in, you're time. causing them to endorse something yeah. for and an extended money to do it. period of it's time. It's not like they're asking like master movie, will you tie me up, please? Then I just wonder if he like goes home. He's like, hey, honey, Got what's tickled. for dinner? Why are you so sweaty? That's I was watching so Cops. That's so <laughs> <sad>. <laughs> cops isn't on until later. I know that's a lie because Cops isn't on until four. The aftermath. That's of a Step Brothers quote. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, did you say? Did you t- t- tooth the microphone? I'm sorry. Are you okay? Yeah. I'm gonna wipe my tooth down. Um. <laughs> Yeah, watch Tickled. It's all fucked up. It's just a fucked up thing. It'll make you think so many things that you n- had never had to think about. Because guess what? This is Tickling. They're fully clothed. And this yeah. is what we get to see. So imagine what happens. No, I'm not going to imagine. Don't anybody imagine. <laughs> Stop imagining. No imagining. Why did you bring back to the slippery slope? <laughs> Here oh we God. are. <laughs> Fucking on the oh next episode, we, 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 it'll just be you rocking back and forth like I never should have. So <laughs> much tickling. Oh my god. So many tickles. Oh my god. Um. Okay. That's that's enough. Of I that. think it's bedtime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is. Um. Fuck. I don't know. I, I have nothing else. We I, did it. We have nightmares to have. Yeah. Oh man. I I fucking <laughs> by. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I don't know what else to say. I uh Freeze Scott Peterson. Just kidding, I would never say that. <laughs> probably oh. be mobbed. <laughs> Did you hit yourself in the tooth again? Are you okay? Mobbed. It's like my Scott Peterson. Depth perception. <laughs> Your depth perception. <laughs> depth perception. Fluffer and fuck attached. I don't know. I that's. I was like, I'm wrapping my tongue around my teeth when I talk now because I don't. I want a bumper. <laughs> Were you the one, by the way, today that shared the thing on on Facebook about Rasputin? Was that no, you? No, it wasn't me. Somebody <laughs> shared this thing about Rasputin, about how like, I don't know, remember what the thing was. It was about how he was, uh, he was, you know, famous and he was um, had a famously large penis. Yes. That right, saved. that they saved in yes. a jar. Mm-hmm. Where's the jar? It's, it's like, in a it's museum. It's a twelve inch or but something. But he, it, l- it looks like an elephant. <laughs> it looks like they, they, they. A, a I think ba- it might have been a lie. <laughs> it's a fucking I think turnip. It might be an elephant penis. It's fucking. It's I mean, a I'm turnip. sure he did have yeah. a big penis, but I think the one that I feel like, unless it's attached museum, to the body and I can see it with my own eyes, it might not have really been his penis. It might, yeah, be yeah that was nightmare-inducing. Because uh, I'd like to know wrap. more about what he did with it in his life. Like, what did he do with this 12-inch penis? I feel like oh, he would have heard. Oh, I can tell you. 
He was well, a mad yeah, monk that gave a lot, lot of, of people sex. herpes and fucking. He had orgies. He actually felt like he was kind of possessed because his penis was so big. <gasps> you like, really can tell I me. I really can. He, oh my god! Yes. He okay. Felt like he, okay. He felt like he had to have like all this sex. He felt like it was almost like a curse put on him that he had like this giant fantastic penis because mm. it was like driving him so much. So D- and he didn't even he start a cult and stuff. Oh. People followed him. Do you know about Rasputin? I, I know. I here's he the like, thing. He was really smart, like not in a narcissist way, but like in an actual, yes. like super smart way. And he could go into stores and rob them, and they wouldn't even know he was there. Oh, we just went straight to the jar. I thought you were gonna show me a picture of his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this the elephant penis? You guys, that's a sea mollusk. That's a sea mollusk creature. Some kind oh, of water aquatic well. life. Well, well, well. <laughs> well, but he did have a very large penis. If allegedly. that's it, if that's it, <laughs> it's a. It's it looks like an anteater snout. It looks like a baby horn <laughs> arms holding an apple. Look at it. It looks like an anteater snout. You guys, okay, hold on. Quick, quick memo on this fucking thing. What day was it? Tuesday. Goddamn Tuesday. Three days ago, maybe mm-hmm. two days ago, that I found out that Alf was not an anteater. He's an, an alien. alien. You didn't know that? My whole... Did you never watch the cartoon? I know I'm not the only one. That's From his home planet? I know I'm is, not the only this one. This is Rasputin. Everybody had... I know there's more people that thought that Alf was a fucking anteater. Well, he's, he's he was an alien, alien life form. That's what Alf a- stands yeah, for. And, From and Melmac. See, the... <laughs> oh, I Willie! I want to eat a cat! And, and anteaters don't eat cats. <laughs> yeah, they'd be cat eaters. So... You know, I am putting pieces together. They also like, don't wear like Hawaiian shirts. Also, why did the anteater talk? No one ever did nope. explain that. Well, to because me. he was an alien. <laughs> I know. See, I'm right. talking oh about oh, yeah, things that should have been red flags for me. Oh, yeah. I think we might need to end the show. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I just wanted to share that with you guys. I thought that Alf Discussing was an anteater. The Alf origin. I want to know if I was the only one. Speed, by the way, and we'll, we'll, we'll end on this, but do you know how Alf ended? How? By the way, do you go back to his home planet? A no. cat ate him. No. Okay. Oh, they insinuate that he gets captured by the by the military and taken and killed and dissected. They basically oh, insinuate that he's captured and taken by the military. Like what they wanted to do to ET? Yeah, like Maybe. that's how it ends. Oh, it essentially ends white dog insinuating. Well, because of the, you know, insinuation. Because of the insinuation. That's so sad. Um, but yeah, it's that's essentially what how Alf ends. So. Yes, yeah, oh, well. and what would the government want to do cats. with an anteater? Why would they need to do that? Right. <laughs> yeah, all these things are really right. making more sense. Adding up to not yeah. anteater. Yeah. I think just my whole youth, I just was like, he's clearly an anteater. Look at that <laughs> snout. <laughs> you know what? It wasn't your show. It wasn't your generation show. Yeah. It was a little beyond. It was a little before your time. Yeah. And you just saw the Alf himself, and you're like, <laughs> look, was. look, old famous al- anteater Alf over there. Alf the anteater. Alf the anteater. Fucking sure, man. Hundred percent. That's the show. He was the guy. He was the anteater that lived with the family, and you know, he talks. The show. He talks. He's a funny Because the guy. '90s animals talked. Yeah. Because yeah. why the fuck not '80s? Um, yep. Yeah. So. <laughs> so there you go. There you go. Um. All right, we're going to end on Alf and everything <laughs> okay. else. But overall, yes, uh, go watch Tickled. Scott didn't do it. Uh, Alf's not an anteater. Alf's not an anteater. And That's three more fucking episodes of Nexium. So we've still got three <laughs> fucking weeks to go. The Vow on HBO Max. Yeah. Yep. So, all right, anything else you want to say before we go out of here? You said it all? Oh, I think so. All right. 
Melissa, same thing? Nope, I got nothing. Yeah, fucking ne- Lola's. Not like, even Lola has anything. Yeah, she's passed <laughs> she's out again. Yeah. She's she wo- yeah, she woke barking. up enough to, to bark, and that's it. Now she's out. Okay, we'll get out of here. Uh, thanks so much for listening to us. Um, again, what we'll say is, as we always do, go out and look for, into these things for yourself. Watch the same stuff we did. Make up your own mind. Let us know if you think we missed a- out on any important uh, points or topics. Um, if you disagree with us, let us know. Uh, find us on social media. Uh, you can find Area 52 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also find us on the same platforms. Um, do you want to tell them where to find you real quick in case they, they don't know where to find you? Dan. The Marty Daniels at Tall Glass of Whoopass. Yeah, so t- the the Marty Daniels on Twitter at Tall Glass of Whoopass on Instagram. I mean, if you, like I said, if you search either of those things in any of the social media platforms, you should find me. If it's not me, let me know. And then I'll fight the imposter, <laughs> Melissa. Melissa <laughs> <laughs> Merlot everywhere. And uh, I'm comedian Marcus on all the platforms. Also, if you don't mind, please go over to uh, iTunes or wherever you listen to uh, to podcasts, but uh, especially in the iTunes app, and go over and, and give us a give us a nice review. Write something. Maybe maybe throw a little five star at us. I think we're five star. This is a fucking five star <laughs> podcast. God damn it. We we're gonna free an innocent we cover man. Lots of topics. Jeepers. Yeah. Um yeah. Thanks so much for listening. Look up everything. Think for yourself. Um uh, be safe out there. On behalf of Danny, on behalf of Melissa, on behalf of Lola, who's now passed out and <laughs> no longer barking. Thanks so much for listening. And hey, we'll see you next time. Yo, man. Yo. Open up, man. Yo, what do you want, man? My girl just caught me. You made her catch you? I don't know how I let this happen. But who? The girl next door, you know? I don't know what to do. So it wasn't you. Alright. Honey came in and she got me red-handed. Creepy with the girl next door. Picture this, we were both butt naked. Banging on the bathroom door. How could I forget? To your villa, just for sun, a witness, all of your clean on your pillar. You better watch your back before she turn into a killer. Let's review the situation that you call the pinner. To be a true player, you have to know how to play. If she say a night, can't be so say a day. Never admit to a word where she say. I need to claim a utility, baby, no way. But she got me on the camera.